0: You are back at Rictavio's wagon and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the expedition found rest at the Blue Water Inn and learned of a mysterious stranger named Rictavio, who may be the fated ally foretold in their Taroko reading. After venturing out to search for this man with the monkey, they met the bizarre toymaker Blinsky the one responsible for creating the abominable doll that has tormented our easily-frightened heroes. Finally, they discovered Rectavio's wagon, but within they found no ally, just a bloodthirsty predator. And no, I don't mean me. We will see if they can put a stop to the potential massacre they've unleashed. As always, the audio quality reflects our humble beginnings, but does improve over time. With that out of the way, let us proceed with the conclusion of Chapter 4, Phantasmagoria.
1: And it sniffs and it looks, it rears its head up, and it lets out a snarl as it turns and darts straight into town.
2: No!
3: Damn it! Uh, uh, um, before it does that, before it does that... Uh, no, it's, it's doing that. Okay, as it does that, I will uh, cast blow on it. Wisdom 16, savings go...
1: Well, I got a natural sixteen yeah. uh, plus one. So instead,
3: gets a rolls a,
4: uh, a nine. <laughs> actually, actually, actually,
3: <laughs> it rolls a nine. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I made you like a pebble on the <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yep,
1: no, that so, like, happens, Yes, yeah, so I... it fails. Divination wizards, um, my friends. Okay.
4: Uh, I wanna hear what the flow does before I make a move here, but I'm, I, I wanna grab, I'm reaching for rope out of my pack.
3: Oh, uh, it's speed is half. Okay. It takes a min- minus two penalty to AC, okay. uh, and dex saving throws, it can't use reactions. On its turn, it can either use an action or a bonus action, not both, uh, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack on its turn. The future attempts to cast a spell uh, with casting uh,
4: it's it's not a spell caster, so whatever. I wanna, no, I, wanna s- I wanna see if I can like last on it. Like, after having seen oh this God, thing please, slow down, it, it slowly do starts to slow. And it.
1: it slowly starts to slow and it, it rears its head back and lets out a roar, a slow roar, but it, it still continues to move towards, I would say. Yeah, uh, I won't run after it. 50
4: feet of rope, try to lasso the Yeah, first.
1: try to lasso the. Only if you'll you allow line. it. Uh, yeah, no, go for it. I don't know. A net, I guess right? an attack roll to see if you. I don't know. Just, just a rules straight work. attack roll. What about an
3: Work, maybe, yeah, sure, sure. As I see this, I'm gonna look at what happens and I'm gonna put a, a hand on uh, Shepard's shoulder Thank and you. say, May Garrix guide your hand. And I
4: cast guidance 1d4? Yeah, I got a nine. No, no adding anything to it.
1: I would allow you to add your proficiency so profi- bonus. So
4: just proficiency bonus. Just proficiency. So that becomes a 12 then.
1: Okay, and that hits.
4: <laughs> there we straight. All right, easy now, easy. I'll pull back on this thing. I mean, it may be way stronger than me, but I'm trying.
1: You pull back on it, and it's it's rearing against you as it's clawing into the earth, but it's moving significantly slower
4: than it expects it to. It I'm, I'm going to dig my heels in and pull and just try to like... You begin to slide it backwards. Hey, hey, hey,
1: have easy, easy. Strength contest. Oh,
4: my strength's garbage.
1: I'm at twelve? So for the first round you're able to pull it back a a few feet as it um as it tries to resist you and move the opposite direction. Uh, Do something, um, I got him
3: I um, 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 So it's about on. ten feet closer
1: to you. I need you to roll another
4: I'm going to to help to help him. Uh, another so roll at advantage. Oh, at advantage? I'm, I'm going to reach in and grab my, my full oh, hands.
1: Ooh, it's a 21! All right, you slide him another 10 feet closer. He's uh, about, uh, um, it he's about 20. 20 feet away at this point. Um, all right, roll again.
4: Still at advantage? Yep. Uh, the first one was an 11, so 12. 24, so he is going to grip
1: his feet in, and he is going to take off and essentially... Pounce forward, he's gonna get 20. I would like to do. cast
3: a spell magic on him,
1: okay? You do, and he continues to struggle. Oh,
4: damn it. Uh, <laughs> 12. I'm just rolling 12s up the
1: ass, 13. So he is once again going to. Counts forward and uh, he's now at forty No, he's at sixty feet from you. So both you and Sarnax have been drugged drugged yeah. forward ten feet. Yes,
3: yep, yep, I would like to run after them and well so he's his, his
1: feet so close. I know, that's why he's only going twenty feet out of four, Dave.
3: Sixteen. Uh eighteen. Fuck. Oh,
1: uh, it's a four. So you're able to pull him back another ten feet as he's um, struggling against you.
4: So what I would like to do after this initial, we finally gained some slack. I'm going to wrap it around my arms. So if he wins the strength contest, I won't lose slack. I'm just going to go with he's him. I'm not. I'm not going to let slack out. I'm, okay. I'm trying to reel this mofo in. All right, again. Uh yeah, so what do we do? Uh, 19.
1: All right, another, you're able to pull him forward another 10 feet. He's now uh, 40 feet away from you.
3: I would like to... He's 10. 20. Fuck!
1: So you're going to lurch forward 20 feet as he's able to... Is, is
3: he ever looking back? Professor, come no, please! No, he, he is trying I'm, to get I'm away. I'm going to grab the rope and just try to help him.
4: We already have advantage So I'll of say out-move. with
1: a third person, you are able to outmaneuver the strength of this cat, and you're able to pull him in. As you get to him about 10 feet from you, you notice that he is beginning to turn and draw his attention towards you, seeing that his um,
3: line of escape is diminishing. Oh, uh, there, slow down! Easy, easy, come on! I will. I mean, I don't. I don't have anything else to to, to cast. But I've got fucking nothing. So I will uh, instead. Wait, do I? I'm gonna raise up
1: my hand and, and cast. Um, just kind of move the shadow of my hand across
5: his eyes and cast uh, blindness. Okay.
1: How does that work?
5: Uh, I can blind or deafen a foe. Um, has to make a constitution saving throw. fails, the target is either blinded
1: or definite by choice for the duration. At the end of each of its turn, target can make a con saving throw.
5: Oh! Eight. Okay. He is blind.
4: Um, after she's casted her spell, what I want to u- do is use Hunter's Sense. Okay. As an action, I choose one creature I can see within 60 feet. I immediately learn whether the creature has any damage, immunities, resistance, or vulnerabilities, and what they are if the creature is not hidden from divination magic. I can use this feature three times per long rest. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Um, you see as the... The eyes on this creature go blind as it lashes against the rope. It is now flailing around frantically, unable to discern its surroundings. You channel your innate ability with with nature and wildlife, and you focus in on this creature, and you see that it does not seem to have any damage, immunities, or resistances, and it is simply a saber-toothed tiger. Uh, uh,
4: I would... So it's blind, probably enraged. Yeah, and tied up. Um how big is it compared to us? It's it's it a, long, a large beast. I'm just gonna
3: step forward and says and say, Do not scare me, beast. Like I said, find comfort and calmness in the faith of Garrix the Fire Lord. And I'm going to step forward and I'm gonna to try to like sound as calming as I can, as I'm gonna to try to walk forward and put my hand on it. What face. have we done? This
1: is a nightmare. Not a not an A plus move, (laughs) Harper. You It is lashing around. It can hear your voice. Um, It can hear your voice, but it is it is tied up and now blind. As it lashes around, and it is I'm going to say make it's going to make an attack roll against you um, at disadvantage. Twelve to hit Blots. as it attempts yeah. to blight, bite, bite into your hand.
3: Calm beast. Calm beast.
1: You're doing this, and it is not calming itself down. It is, it is in an absolute frenzy. Is it? Is it uh, rides against the
4: rope? So if the three of us are able to out, you're them. you're holding the rope, but you you don't have your arms around. No, this totally, totally. Piece. Um, but but it's not it's not, it's not able anymore. to pull. pull um, forward. I would I, uh, uh, I will. I mean, she's not here, but I was gonna say, Kana should like Red. Uh, I,
1: I would say that you could utilize her to help you. Yeah, I want to to wrangle in lieu itself. of, she, she in is, lieu
3: of uh, I will cast hideous laughter on it.
1: Okay. While he does that, I want to run into the cart. And how does that work?
3: Uh, it's a, it's a, with, uh wisdom, with yeah, wisdom saving throw.
1: Doesn't it have? Isn't there an int? Yes. Okay. Four. It has a negative four to an int. It's got a three int. Oh. It's a street. Yes. so it doesn't
4: work. So it does nothing. And slow is good. So what I'm gonna do is shout to Kana and to the professor and to Sarnax and basically say that we as, need to wrestle it towards the. As
1: you attempt to cast hideous laughter on this creature, unaware of the intelligence of a saber-toothed tiger, the slow surrounding this this being is dropped and it immediately lunges forward and it begins to bolt it is now blindly running from you i'm going to have to make one more strength to see if you can hold on at advantage 17 nine you're able to hold on it you lurch forward it's you sarnex and kana all holding on to this um but you feel like you have a limited amount of time before it's able to make its
3: make it escape. This is so fucking bad. Uh, I'm going to cast web. And I'm going to try to run around as if it gets restrained. I'm going to sprint and try to run around it and stand in front of it with my shield. And
1: what is the... How does it work?
3: It's a dex it save.
1: <laughs> I will say this determines whether it gets away. So it either gets hit by the web or it's going to wrench the rope away and, and
5: sprint. What's your?
3: Uh it's my last thing, so I can't. Yeah, you did. No uh, Sixteen. I got a fourteen. Hey, so it is no now fucking way. I rolled a
1: natural twelve plus
2: two.
3: Uh, by webs. Oh hell yeah! And
4: so we have. Um, so then, what so then what I'll do is run up with the slack of the rope that's around its neck. I'll begin to try to bind its its paws. paws, paws I'm going to help. I'm going to try to help.
1: With Kana and Eva, it takes you about ten minutes, but you're able to do this it's, this creature is flailing against the ropes and the web, and it's growling and snarling at you you I will say look up and uh the two the elderly couple that runs this place is very very unperceptive as they don't <laughs> notice that this is happening in their in their uh, stockyard
4: once we get the creature bound then we're, we're confident that it's secure
1: you bound it you're even able to for um all intents and purposes muzzle
4: Okay. Uh, this creature. we're gonna, I'm gonna have Sarnax and Kana basically help me, like, drag the creature back to the cart and try to put it in there, assuming that uh, you have emerged from the uh, wagon. Not
1: dead, yeah. Oh, you You went to the wagon? Yes, yeah. so I sorry, ran in into the here. wagon. Oh, sorry, yeah. So you run into the wagon, and you notice that there is, um, there is some loose straw and bedding where you can tell that this cat sleeps. Um, uh, amidst a few you know, other things here and there. You also notice in the pile what appears to be a colorfully dressed Vistani doll. Very strong likeness to Vistani, jingling um, coins and bells, bright colors, flashy embroidery. As you look over the doll, you see that there is a... And this is absolutely excellent craftsmanship and work um, as you hold it up you even can smell the smell of the Vistani camp and you look along the hemline and right there is the tag is no fun is no Blinsky continuing to look through uh you check the front seat of the wagon I need you to make a perception or investigation check.
5: Perception is seven. Uh, You you look
1: around, and it seems to be a spot where uh, Richavio can uh, can drive the wagon, manage the horses, but also is able to keep a close eye on the contents of of the wagon itself, which seems to be mostly used for the storage of this very large cabin. Got it. Uh, you see, you see where there are blood spots on the inside, um, and the remnants of what appears to be a large steak. Um, as you look through it, it appears to be wolf meat, just like you had eaten with the Vistani and the previous night when you had dinner, um, the common fare for this area. Um, it looks like a very large wolf steak um, had been brought uh, fairly recently to the wagon into this hat and the blood stains along the side of the wagon seem to be where the stake itself bleeds into the wood and has been staining the outside.
5: Going. Okay. I'm going to, um, ask Elmater for some guiding help, um, and... oh, good call. Yes. Use I'm, your thing! I am. Um, so I
1: am going to grasp my, my prayer beads with the clasped hands of Elmater at the bottom and um, ask for the guidance later.
5: Okay. Um, So that will point me, for one minute, that will point me in the direction of all secrets. You
1: clasp the hands and immediately you're drawn back towards the front seat of the wagon. As you look around, you see that there is a hidden compartment. As you move your hands, you are able to unclasp the latch that holds the compartment closed. And you find, be ready to write, an unlocked wooden coffer containing 50 electrum pieces bearing Straub's profile and six gemstones, each worth about a hundred gold pieces.
5: Holy crap.
1: A small prayer book worth about 50 gold pieces with a green leather cover and indecipherable notes in the margins, a healer's kit, three wooden holy symbols inlaid with silver and in the shape of a sunburst, worth 50 gold pieces each, a silvered short sword, a hand crossbow inlaid with mother of pearl, worth 250 gold pieces, Jesus a bundle of 20 silvered crossbow bolts, and a worn leather case with gold buckles worth about 100 gold pieces, containing three sharpened wooden stakes, a sack of garlic, a jar of salt, a box of holy wafers, six vials of holy water, a polished steel mirror, and a bone scroll tube with a silver stopper and chain worth 25 gold pieces. As you open it and look inside, the tube contains a spell scroll of protection from fiends and a spell scroll of protection from undead.
5: All right, you got it all. I got enough. What do I need to know
1: how <laughs> to kill a vampire kit. Lol, yeah. <laughs> I right, vampire
3: hunter stuff. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Fine.
1: Well, and you'll have to determine what you what you would take and what you would leave. Okay, if I'm not would. going to take anything with me just now. I'm um, going to just take a final scan. Does the doll produce any like glowing guidance? No, it seems to be just a doll. Very well-crafted doll.
5: Okay, I and then the just walking
1: outside. As you walk outside, you see... Sarnax, Kana, and Shepard, they, at- <laughs> <laughs> they are essentially at the um, at the door now. You see a long um, path in the dirt where they've been dragging this heavy body of the saber-toothed cat as they look up at you, the cat um, restrained in their arms um, as they are about ready to load it into the wagon.
4: Mr. Victor, please get out of the way. <laughs> My apologies. Please continue. No worries. The cat is not glowing,
1: right? No. Okay. We, we <laughs> <can't> <laughs> in the cat. Well, we're not going to unrestrain it.
4: We're leaving the thing yes, standing. We, we, we can't leave these ropes. Place <gasps> him in the back of the wagon as we're loading the wagon into the thing. I'm not cutting the ropes, Professor. Yes, you are, Arachne, and I web in the whole inside of the thing. Chuck him in the web, please. <laughs> Damn it! And we, we, we <laughs> put the we put the cat into the webbing and on the rope. And I'll put I'll pull out my dagger and start like unbinding the cat. Dexterity saving throw, please. Me? Yep. Uh oh.
1: Okay. You you do this. He shoots the web in. You throw the cat in. You cut the bindings, and just as you finish with the last cut, the cat seems, with a natural twenty, to have resisted the web as it he's lunges forward. Well, it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, because Clayton has been watching this entire thing unfold as he rips you backwards and slams the door shut because you got one point more than he did anyway. Oh, so shit. slam the door shut as it barrels against the inside. The entire wagon shakes back and forth.
4: Damn, it, are you happy? I slammed the, the, the padlock shut. It's, it's almost like I told you that was going to happen. Like I'm the divination wizard. I Damn it! I drop webs. Is it not? To be chaos, as soon as Sonic
3: said, it is a humanoid, you're like, okay, get this pedal and I will say, I apologize. roll an intelligence
5: check.
1: Or, no, actually, all of you roll an animal
5: handling check. if do? 11. Eight. Oh, shit, man. Five. Five. Not a ranger today. Uh,
3: speak.
1: Yeah, you have no idea why <laughs> that seemed to work.
3: <laughs> I apologize for being mistaken. It's it's
4: Ooh. fine. This isn't anyone in particular's fault. We just got to stop doing stupid shit. Actually,
5: I I know that that was troublesome, but I I found some very interesting things within that car. And I, Wait, I you did. I, yes, I did.
3: Jeez, it was worthwhile. <laughs> What you do <laughs> you love? You have to be seen, <laughs> Professor. Pleading. I'm <laughs> getting I
2: need mean, <the> is- <laughs> a We gotta get you oh, a police in the oh way I'll, I'll make, make you make make- one. Oh my.
5: Hmm. <laughs> professor, inside, I found a doll. Another one of dolls. for whoa,
1: whoa, Can we see it? No, I've left it in there. Yes, good, good. And this is why. What? We have. I, frankly, I'm a little shaken from that trip to this toy store and I'm not going to pick up anything that I don't have to, but that man has created.
3: We can't pick any Furthermore, what else I
1: found? Inside of the cart, there was a hidden compartment with quite a lot of ammunition, both magical and physical. This man is a fighter. We need to find him.
3: What kind of, what kind of ammunition? I what rattle kind of
1: everything man? off that you said. Yes,
3: you do. Oh, so holy, holy wafers, a
1: silver thing, and garlic! He Do, has, he has seemed to take in the physical, the the religious every aspect that he can.
3: Does does that just immediately sound to me like this guy fucks with undead and like kills shit? Yes. Okay. This man is a holy warrior.
1: He's a vampire it's, hunter,
3: as it were. Um, so I would know like this is What this was man?
1: the the gold pieces had Strahd on them? What had the gold? Yes, um, yes. 50 Electrum pieces being Strahd's profile. Why
4: are these <laughs> I don't <that>, uh, know. <laughs> gold pieces. <yeah. laughs> So what you're saying is that, you know, had we just had a reasonable conversation with this man, he might have just been okay with us, and now we've jeopardized it all. He might have.
3: Because you need to leave right now. Can we get
2: the (laughs) the fuck
1: out of here? Hold on, hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. precisely why I didn't take anything. I think we need this. This
5: is valuable information. And I think that this points to the... We can perhaps trust
4: this now. So can we leave the man a note like we originally suggested?
3: Well, we must meet him. He can't know that we're here. And I'm, (laughs) Precipio, (laughs) Precipio. (laughs) I'm like, I want to wipe off (laughs) all of the evidence of a
2: struggle. In the dirt (laughs) for like 100 feet. You're going to go like 80 feet out and just break over
1: the tiger track.
2: (laughs)
4: We couldn't just leave him a note. If you're going to sit here and sweep up any evidence of things that I went down... I would say roll a sleight
1: of hand to see how well you do it. <laughs> uh,
5: uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you you uh, clean
4: up uh, as a 12 would uh, allow you there's to. There's nothing saying that after we don't have this meeting, which we still need to talk about, by the way, and I'm, like, brushing myself off, uh, that we can't tell
3: them to meet us at the end. Well, yes, but now we have the important context that he's a holy warrior and has a saber-toothed cat. <laughs> Can we leave him a goddamn note? He didn't know. We are not leaving him a note. He can't know we were here. Then how are we going to contact him? He's staying at the inn. He'll be back later this evening.
4: We'll meet him at the inn. We are not leaving a note here. I'm sorry. <laughs> the whole thing with the goddamn tiger really set me off. Can <laughs> I mean, we please get out of here as quickly am... and quickly as possible? Yes! I, I proceed to walk. I just I wildly I'm walking.
3: I think myself invisible. <laughs> All emotions
1: is very clearly wore off.
3: <laughs> I have never liked cats. I don't actually do that. <laughs>
1: You make your way out of the um, out of the the yards, the uh, stockyard. As you glance into the general store, you see that the elderly couple still seems to be uh, completely entranced by each other. Um, they're um, they're laughing and playing a, a game of cards at the table. Um, <laughs> Smiling up at each other with fondness, they uh, both apparently very hard of hearing. Um, <laughs>
2: as
1: you make your way
3: out of the stockyard.
1: You just finished cleaning up after after the encounter with the saber toothed cat, and you make your way out of. Stockyard. stockyards, you begin to join the thoroughfare through town, people milling about, greeting each other, all will be well, all will be well, as you head back towards the Blue Water Inn.
4: Professor, if we've got nowhere else to be until uh, uh, Derek, then maybe we uh, head back to the inn and formulate a plan? Yes, yes, I, I, I definitely need to take a, a rest. Um, but at the very least, we can maybe have a bit of lunch and, and, and discuss and, yeah. and see what's going on. And That's I, I think it's wise we uh, formulate some sort of uh, tactics here. Yes. Yes, of course.
3: I am less and less convinced that that anything that we will encounter is going to be as it seems. A man with a monkey is not in fact the man with the monkey. The carnival man is not in fact the carnival man. I now worry for the husband of our innkeeper. Perhaps he's on the side of the road, slaughtered over wine,
4: I mean, anything's possible, Sarnax. I, I would hope we just don't jump to any conclusions. Uh, you know, I, I, look, we, we know this place is evil, uh, but, but that's just wine. I mean, it's just the wine. It's a shortage. I mean, but if we
3: hear happened. that anything is amiss, it seems far darker and deeper and more evil. I'll give you that. Then, oh, something is going not correctly. I'm sure it is not so bad. I believe it is at the point where we can presume that, yes, it is indeed the so bad.
4: Uh, I, I agree with you. I think I think you're on the something.
3: Well, I worry about, frankly, taking anything at face value anymore. Even this dinner. I now that I'm I have no offline stores left. I worry about just walking in a long the couch house. perhaps we can ask for I, I mean the unless. say in the dinner un- unless uh, which dinner
4: we dinner with with not with Sudnya but with walk now now again I I don't presume to know much about these things but right. we could always just you know, with with this man not having any kind of invitation and presuming we even meet him before we have to head out, that might not be an option either way is I guess what I'm getting at. And, and he may just be able to provide us some backup without being uh,
5: necessarily in the thick of it. So why do you presume that he would provide us backup?
4: Very much... Listen, is somebody who's hunting for a living. That man is not just some entertainer or some circus gentleman. He's got some serious weaponry. Agreed. He's very clearly a vampire hunter. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's on anybody's side, but at the very least, enemy of my enemy, if you know what I'm talking about. I believe his goal is likely to kill at
3: least at the very least, kill vampires perhaps the most powerful vampire. So I think his aid will be valuable. We need to find a way to approach him and request his assistance uh, in a way that doesn't put us in danger.
5: All I ask is that we use caution and jump straight to divulging any information to him.
4: And of course. Read well, not I, even met them. of course, absolutely. I I, I would 100% agree. My, my point is, at the very least, especially if we're not going to meet this gentleman before we head out tonight, uh, we need to figure out what we're doing about this other dinner we're so graciously suddenly invited to. Yes. Uh, it's very clear we're walking into some sort of trap.
3: Well, let's get back to the inn, see who's there. Perhaps we can visit Irina if we need to, but let's play by you.
1: You make your way back to in- back to the inn without any distractions, and you you're walking into the main area, not up the rooms. So yes. You walk into the main area, and you see that it is it's nearly empty, but for the two men that you saw this morning. Um, sitting off to the side. They are now drinking and talking in hushed breaths to each other. Uh, Danica, the lady of the inn, is behind the bar, um, wiping down, cleaning
5: what appear to be the same glasses over and over again.
1: Um, Sarnat, do so you notice the fluttering of wings out of the corner of your eye? As you see that, you haven't really looked around this room much, but in the rafters, there appear to be nests ravens roosting among the wood.
3: I'll- I'll point a finger and we'll say, oh, She has her eyes and ears... even in here.
4: Uh, d- noted. Uh, but I'm not so sure we should even... I like, guess guard our speech that much. I mean, she must know. We- we gotta talk. Does it feel like we can- be- we can speak without being, like, listened? Like, heard? you don't know. I by mean, people. by people, yeah. There's nobody around except for you, Except for the two
1: two guys off to the side. Does it seem suspicious that no one ever comes in here?
4: Professor, if you're asking me yet again if something here in Barovia <laughs> seems weird, then the answer's going to be yes. No matter what it is that you're getting at. Um, I do
5: say that idle hands are the devil's playthings, so perhaps he's just trying to keep his
3: Perhaps, it just seems awfully eerie. How does a tavern in a town with very few visitors even stay open? Well, that's the question. Maybe the reason for them not having wine is the front. It's a story they tell everyone. Maybe it's purely manufactured
4: for us. Or this place has been around for Hundreds of years They don't really have any overhead And they just kind of exist We're here We know that there's at least one other guest here What do they gain by By having some kind of a front It's
1: the only one in, in town You're just standing in the middle of the, the tavern Talking or have you found we're, a table see, <laughs> you a, I We're, we're screaming we at each other <laughs> or well,
3: you know? um, I would like to Get up and approach the, the Barkeeper and say, uh, do you give me tea
1: Tea? No. That evening is approaching, so we do have some red grape mash number three. If you'd like
3: some wine. Oh, you have one?
5: Only a small amount.
3: As I told you, we're running on one barrel.
4: Oh, yes. I will have a glass of wine. How about uh, we will have five glasses no, of wine, n- please? No, none for me, Professor. I prefer maybe just a bite to eat, since uh, worked up an appetite. What food do you have? We have a fresh pot of wolf stew. Uh, five wolf stews and
3: Connor, will you have any?
1: No. She, will. Um, she delivers you five bowls of wolf and potato stew and four goblets of red grape mash number three.
3: No one can consume anything. Thank you. did you see what the hell is going on here. Professor, are you well? Are any of us well? <laughs> I he
1: looks at you in almost a the bit more than a little bit a a a in mind-ravaged state you hear the dingling of the dingle bells <laughs> as the door Stop opens. That. I didn't mean to say dingling again. Can I, I like meant to
3: say parody of Jingle bells, <laughs> <They> <laughs> jingle, bells, and jingle bells. bells,
1: everyone is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I meant to say jingling of the doorbell as the door swings open and you see a couple more patrons make their way in. They head to the bar lean. they lean against it. Um, they order a couple of drinks and they sit down. They say hello to the gentleman in the corner and they find a seat. A couple more minutes later and you notice a couple more people. It seems like now that it's afternoon people are beginning to find... Uh, The need for drink.
3: Uh, I would like to just sort of casually cast uh, Detect Magic over 11 minutes, or a minute and six seconds.
1: There is nothing.
3: Or 10 minutes, sorry.
1: There is nothing about the food or the beverage that detects magic, but overhead, Uh, the circling ravens illuminate the same strange magic
5: of the one above the hags. You may proceed with the wine and stew. Thank you. Well,
3: um, I take my goblet and I'll put it in front of Shepard.
4: And I just push it towards the center of the table and say, uh, Thank you, Sarnax, but not taking any chances right
3: now. Stop. I want to take a tiny little taste of this stew. It's just taste it. it
1: tastes like potato and wolf stew. I'm
5: okay, gonna go ahead. It's kind of creamy and
1: it's not super flavorful, but it's probably the best that you're gonna get, at least for a while. It
5: takes maybe like six minutes We do when it's so
3: I will consume it. You eat your stew. The ravens are what they seem as well. I like give everybody kind of like a knowing look. So I suppose that we should not do anything besides await our dinner for this evening.
1: Roll a perception check. Me? Me? 22. You look up and you notice that the the nests and things seem to be permanent structures, that these ravens that are here, though they're watching you and though they do emanate that strange magic, um, but they don't seem to be visiting and watching you. They seem to be denizens of this inn.
3: Like, installation, like, the inn was built with the purpose of...
1: I wouldn't say that the inn was built with a purpose, but that at least the ravens that are, and I'd say there are about, about four of them, they are moving around, messing with their nests, etc. cetera. And it, they seem to be, they're not like overly watchful of you, that you do notice that one of them that is, along the banister seems to be paying significantly more attention to you because there are two banisters that line the upper area the guest banister and then there's a banister that as you you're drawn to it you see that there's stairwell on the inside that leads up to an additional balcony you're unsure of what is up there um But there's a raven that is on that banister that is gazing down at you and watching you uh, with interest, whereas the other ones seem to be just going about their business. They seem to be denizens of this place, not necessarily that this place was built for them. Or even with them in mind.
3: There is little we can trust here in terms of the incident with the cat.
4: (sighs) I agree, Uh, but ultimately we need to decide if we're just uh, accepting this invitation or doing something about it. Do we feel comfortable accepting the invitation?
3: I don't think we have any other choice. Then I won't be of much use in case we get into trouble. I hate to just let a lead go. Perhaps we could write and ask for a rain
4: check for tomorrow night. It's not that idea, it's just again, I hate to let it go. Especially if they deny us and say no, that's it. But you are the one in charge.
3: I wonder, Professor, yes, if we all recuperate this evening and awaken, and we do, indeed, push back this dinner, what if another incident with the cat occurs and we are all equally, or maybe even more, tired. We cannot foresee. Despite you being a divination wizard yourself, we do not know what tomorrow will bring. I, I do not wish to underestimate a powerful ally
5: of the Countess, as fated in the cards themselves. It, it appears to me that if, if the Countess wanted us gone from her land, we would be gone. I agree. I won't say that there the are not sinister things awaiting us, but I feel it's something we should explore.
4: At the very least, if we decide to try to move the dinner to perhaps another evening, and then there's a much greater chance we'll have the uh, pleasure of meeting the owner of such incident. Yes. Perhaps we write them a letter
3: and say, oh, we would love to. Unfortunately, we we have plans tonight. This was a a, a late notice invitation, but we would be happy to get dinner tomorrow.
4: It's worth a shot as long as we're all on the same page of understanding that they may rescind entirely. They very well may. And
3: if that is the case, I assume Express that we cancel our plan this evening to make it happen. Well, I, I don't want to make the decision here if you, if you all would like to go to dinner. I agree with you concerning, Professor. This is a very dangerous place. If we run into Seven Vampires 1 again, it would be a very dangerous situation. But again, it would be a risk if we feel compelled to take that risk.
4: At the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves now what are we doing? Are we just chasing leads? Are we just running around in the dark trying to figure out what's going on? Or is this going to get us closer to getting the hell home? I believe it will do just that. Then we have to do it. We don't have a choice. I agree. So,
3: Victoria, take this down. Dear lady, uh, Walter, walk, walk walk thank you so very much for your gracious invitation to dine with you at your home. We would love to. Unfortunately, we have plans tonight, but we would love to dine with you perhaps tomorrow night or the following day. Regards, Professor Clayton Azran, of Miss Halleroy University, the Azran Expedition. What? Uh, and perhaps the innkeeper could
5: deliver it? Yes, I
3: imagine it's on the kind of innkeeper, to send someone along. Uh, alright, Well, so yeah, could you please give that to her? So I'll fold up the parchment and...
2: Oh, um,
1: it's
3: a letter.
2: Yes, of course.
1: And She looks up and she whistles, and one of the ravens flies from the rafters and takes the letter from her hand.
5: Is that almost male
1: Some, if, if you have birds that will allow it. But they're kind, they help when they can. Oh, I see. That's wonderful. Yes. So it, it should arrive shortly. They deliver quickly, and if she has a response, I'm sure that that one will bring it back. And you see, is there is a an opening in the top area of the of the rafters, um, and it looks man made. When you see that the uh, raven swoops through and flies out into the skies of Barobia.
3: All right. Well, that sent. Perhaps we just. Take it easy,
4: and wait to see if uh, Rottavio arrives. Uh, I very deliberately did not eat the stew. I kind of just played with it and smelled it. it was
1: mm-hmm. like- I will say, roll a survival check.
4: Sixteen.
1: You are you play around with it, um, and I will say, for the sake of. Many times, having to be out in the wilderness and doing certain things, you're able to kind of you're able to look through the ingredients, and you don't see any ingredients in this that would give you pause. For the obvious apparent, you can't know what the stock is made out of, but you you get that. It feels
3: like normal. It feels like normal.
1: It's it's wolf meat. It's actual potatoes. It seems to be no like crushed bones. No crushed bones of (laughs) innocent children. (laughs) It's
3: stock.
5: Children's good okay. mm-hmm. You spend,
1: I would say, about an hour talking in the inn, just trying to drinking the wine. It's not great. Um, it's definitely not the best vintage that any of you have ever had, but it's nice to have a little bit of alcohol in this dreary place. And it's about an hour that passes when a raven flies in and drops a letter on your table as it flaps its wings and heads back up to the rafters. Reading the letter, once again, you get the same um, elaborate W as the header on the top. Dear Professor Clayton, I am saddened to hear you will not be able to join me for dinner this evening. I do hope that you find entertainment in town, and that you're not lacking for enjoyment. I'm indisposed tomorrow evening, so I'll be unable to meet with you. But, in two days hence, I have an evening free, and would be happy to host you at my home.
5: Excellent. That's
3: uh response. Yes. Victoria, just write up a, a response, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you have it, but tell her we would love to. Oops. That is the evening before the festival. Is?
4: Yes. Well, we're not really doing anything between now and then anyway. I, you know, besides maybe taking some time to keep training the kids.
3: I have a feeling that the incident with the cat would be far more encumbering than we are presuming. Fair enough. Is, is, is the barkeep, like, going through the, the tavern, like, walking through, or is she just staying behind the bar?
1: At this point, she's behind the bar, but you notice that she's talking with a man. A very tall man, dressed in similar outfits. He's quite stocky, well-built, and they're, they seem to be having a hushed and hurried conversation. And she looks like she's almost reprimanding him. And as she goes to speak to say something, her face looks frustrated. He leans down and quickly kisses her. She laughs and shakes her head, smacks him on the shoulder. Um, but then they continue their conversation. She seems frustrated, but at
5: least a little more appeased.
3: Um, it looks like her husband is here. Oops. Survived the journey. Colored me surprised. Seems
5: he's made his way home safely. Maybe he's found out what's happened to
4: the white slide. Couldn't hurt to find out, I suppose. Go on. <laughs> Very well. Are, are we sure we want to send Sarnax to do this? I've already left. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. <laughs> I hope that's what he was getting at.
3: I walk up and I'll, I'll approach. Are they like in the middle of an intimate moment that I can interrupt awkwardly? <laughs> My ears
2: open.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're they're essentially face to face. He's got his arms around her. They're talking to each other in hushed voices. Every time that she looks like she's frustrated or wants to snap at him, he leans down, kisses her, gives her a quick smile, and then <laughs> continues. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna kiss Mike for a second. I was gonna give you inspiration.
4: <laughs> oh well, we gotta win this campaign well now. <laughs> <laughs> oh now. <man. laughs> <laughs>
3: It, it seems as if your throat was not cut by highwaymen on your way back.
1: <laughs> it, they immediately stop talking, and he, he tilts, or he had had his hand on her chin. His hand drops as they both turn um, in synchronization as they both look at you. Uh,
2: I'm
5: I'm sorry. I'm a
1: The new traveler's in town, and he looks down at you, and you see his face almost hardened. Is there something you need, Frank?
3: I am simply stating my relief that you were not waylaid by a highwayman, and also would like to ask what the situation with the wine is.
1: His eyes dart to his wife for a second, and um, in shock... Talks about the wine. It came up in conversation. He looks back at you. I wouldn't recommend that you talk so openly about the situation with the wine. If the townsfolk catch word that it is running dry, it will not be a good day for anyone here in July.
3: Yes, the common folk are indeed weak and helpless especially when the uh, simple fleeting escapes from their uh, terrible reality are withdrawn.
4: <laughs> Come on! Man. Jesus! He's trying so hard. He right? is trying so
1: hard, Rich. Oh, but not too bad. Get your show- <laughs> Dingle your dingles
2: out. Just dingle your dingles out. Gotta
1: jingle.
3: Simple escapes of their terrible existence withdrawn from them, for even a single evening isn't that true?
1: In not so many words. Yes, that that is, is... Is there something I can do to assist
3: you? I come from a land where the common folk are easily manipulated and guided to the appropriate responses, it would be a pleasure for myself and my companions to assist in whatever way we can. Do
1: you see a look of skepticism on his face? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh. 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 That's a roll. Ooh, it's your monitor. Uh, I'll give it a twenty
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: skepticism on his face is bleeding as he continues to make or attempts to make eye contact with you. You seem to be staring straight through him. Well honestly, we we could use some help. Um, we You haven't received our latest shipment. You happen to be heading out of town. If you head through the West Gate, just past the Bastani camp, you'll find a crossroads that will lead you down to the Wizard of Wines winery. If you wouldn't mind checking it out. I have heard word from Varovia that they also have not received their delivery. and We've got the festival in a few days. The last thing that this town needs is a lack of alcohol another one of the
5: Baron's festivals.
3: Indeed, the opiates of the masses are critical for their shallow, empty lives.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: just blinks at you. Well. So if you're on your way out of town, you want to check on that for their shallow, empty
3: lives. I am not the leader of the expedition, but I have a feeling that we will find our way out there, perhaps even this evening, and we will keep an eye out for highwaymen.
1: Not sure you'll run into many highwaymen, but I would keep an eye out for wolves.
3: We will. We just ate wolves, in fact.
1: It's in the stew, friend.
3: Yes. Goodbye. <laughs>
4: That was,
2: that was even more painful. That care of all of our future uh, personal, I knew it I knew was going to be
4: painful, and that was even worse. <laughs> <Jugs>. <laughs> What's your charisma score? <laughs> it's actually pretty good.
3: It's, nice. it's, 14. it's pretty good.
4: It's <laughs> pretty good. Yours is higher than mine.
3: Oh, boy. He's very persuasive.
1: What was the winery oh. the Wandering Wizard of It the is wandering. the, it's not the wandering, it's the Wizard of Wine. Wizard oh. of
3: Wine. I'll, I'll arrive back to the table. Wizard of
1: Wine's winery. Uh,
3: I'll, I'll sit back down at the table. Oh uh,
4: boy, uh,
1: that you definitely
3: don't make it easy to RP and PC. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Well, uh, how'd it go there, buddy? It went swimmingly. What'd you find out? They're to is... look at the
1: faces of the of the man and woman and just go read. <laughs> they're, on they're, like... they're they're both standing there going. <laughs> <laughs> As they, they turn life. back to each other and continue their conversation.
3: There is a winery <laughs> where the wine is coming from that seems to be waylaid lightly by highwaymen.
4: So the gentleman never made it to the winery, I guess. I did not ask. <laughs> I mean, I just assume if he wasn't able to give you some kind of answer about what's going on, then he never made it there himself.
3: That seems to be my uh, assessment as well. I believe that, however, if the wine does not arrive, there will be mass panic in the streets, perhaps even violence.
4: Is there, uh. Is this something that we feel we actually have to look into?
3: Well, if the professor feels inadequate to. Dine with a lady. I mean... Perhaps smaller...
4: I, I do. I do. <laughs> Indeed. I, I certainly don't want uh, mass panic. That's going to make our jobs a lot harder if everybody's rioting.
3: Indeed. And if there is mass panic, then the agents of the Countess will slip around even easier than they normally would. Uh,
4: so what do they ask
3: they said if we are in the direction out of camp towards the Vistani camp to keep an eye out. I believe that securing the wine shipment will be critical for the success of the festival in only three days. Don't you think that it would be a valuable service to the Baron that runs this town? It would be indeed. Perhaps we can see the audience once we have completed it. Uh,
4: I would say so, but we gotta make sure he's even aware of the storage in the first place. I'd like to think that that's the case, but so far, nothing around here makes any sense. And we don't wanna go around doing anybody favors, they don't realize they're getting favors. For if that's you know what I'm saying. So
3: you mean to say
4: maybe we send a letter to him and let him know, hey, we will deal with this for you. If you think that's a wise course of action, I don't see a problem with it. But
5: I'm just not the brains of this operation.
3: What could we gain from this man? This baron? I imagine quite a well, this town.
4: what about his, uh, The Dolphs? Right-hand man.
3: Exactly. Why should we know enough to write an educated letter to him? and make a legitimate claim. Perhaps we... Hmm. Perhaps what we do is we, if we have the evening, we just go take a look. We see what may be the issue. We may resolve it in the meantime. We may find out that the entire winery has been sorted by beasts or Highwaymen, as Sonic says. At that point, we might just be able to deliver the bad news that there's nothing that can be
4: done. And then watch the world ascends into chaos around us. Well, at that point, what more can we do? <clears throat> I believe that
3: there will be wine. Perhaps if we have to be the ones to ship it, so be it.
4: Well, as... As much as I like the idea, Sarnax, we're not carrying crates up and through these woods with what we know's out there. That would be a death sentence. We'd be set upon by wolves almost immediately. Well we will not know until we see what is available to us. True, but if we can secure some kind of cart and horses, then yeah, I don't see why not. Well if we have to pass the Vistani
3: camp. Perhaps they will lend us something in a short trip if we need it.
4: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm kinda with you, Mr. Victoria. Well this is a I believe is this
3: is this is a different Sonic hit, right? Yes. Perhaps one could
4: accompany us in it be very short term and would we'll just be buying it from
2: them.
4: You were obviously speculating pretty hard here. At the very least, I like your idea of at least checking it out.
1: It also stands to reason that whoever was shipping this wine in the first place must have had a on cars. Whoever has taken it, if that's what's happened, they must have had a car themselves or have run off with the other one. If we can find
5: this wine, we may come upon the car at the same time. And
4: it's certainly possible. Is it at least reasonable to send a letter to the Baron now requesting audience, assuming that we... Look into this problem. I think that's a fair exchange. We okay. look into the issue, and hopefully, he grants us audience if we solve the problem. then maybe he hands over his name. We'll draft eleven. That sounds reasonable. Oh, please, that's not really my strong suit, uh, Mr. Victoria, Do you mind? I suppose.
2: How detailed do you
4: want to be over
2: this?
3: Do not let him know where we found out the wine was missing, if it is hush-hush.
4: Just that we did.
5: Oh,
3: my. Let him know it would be a shame if
4: the festival were to arrive and there was no wine in Malachi. But we're happen- happy to see what we can do, provided uh, he's willing to grant us audience.
5: Uh, so I'll
1: jot down uh, a letter. It's come to our attention that um, wine has been going missing. We know that your important celebration is coming up soon. Um, and we would gladly look into this shortage
2: uh, if you'd be willing to grant us all that to
5: do. Okay?
1: And you're holding the water up in the air for the Ravens to take,
5: or? Take it! No. <laughs> Well, I've written this letter and I'm not actually sure that I know how to deliver it. The
3: raven above seems to work directly for the Walker house. Well, let's ask. Same way we delivered the the last letter. That's right.
5: Uh, Miss Stanville.
1: Yes. Let me first
5: apologize for our cloaked friend. Is eccentric. But part of
1: myself don't I'm just Hi. busy engaging in my shallow,
5: meaningless life yes, uh, <laughs> I did overhear a bit of that. And I'm so sorry.
3: The wine does indeed help.
5: <laughs> anyway, um I have another letter and I was wondering if one of the ravens in, in this roof here worked for the burgomaster. None of them worked
1: for anybody, but if you had something you wanted to deliver to the Baron, I could have one of the birds send it here.
5: Okay, that would be wonderful.
1: And so many pen pals, people so new to the village, and she looks up and she makes that same strange noise and one of the ravens flies down and she looks at it almost as if she's communicating uh, without words and it reaches its hand out, grabs the letter and flies off. Thank you so much. We're simply trying to make the most of our time cool here. Okay, well, let me know if you need any other letters delivered and send one of the words to you. Thank you. And, um, uh, another round of wine?
4: Uh, none for me. Thank you. What
1: time is it? I would say at this point it's probably getting close to five, almost six. Dusk is one. starting to descend on the town.
3: <clears throat> oh, I believe I'm on.
1: All right. Well, I'll be at the bar. Should you need me. And she makes her way over to the bar. It takes maybe fifteen minutes. It's really quick before the Raven arrives back and drops a letter at your uh, a letter at your uh, at your table. And you open it up, and it's this beautifully elaborate gold filigreed uh, parchment. A big B on the very top. And all it says is, Who are you? All will be well. The Baron. like I fucker. So <laughs> <laughs>
5: this is uh, not exactly the response that we were expecting, this suppose.
3: Perhaps he will be more amenable to an audience once we have already returned with the wine. Yes.
1: And it is at right about this point that the entire room bursts into a loud cheering. Everybody's attention to the door as it swings open, wind blowing in, and you see a finely dressed man. Almost Vistani-esque, finely dressed, in bright colors. His jacket is a beautiful shade of pinks and purples. His vest on the inside striped as he walks in with a flourish and he bows to everybody with flair. And he, you, you see as the, the gentleman behind the bar and Lady Danica both perk up and they smile and wave as he saunters over and exchanges a quick bit of conversation. He leans sideways on the bar and looks around and waves and nods and does finger guns at people. He seems to be really well received here. Um, you watch as Danica runs to the back and she comes back out with a brown paper satchel uh, satchel, and it seems to be moist with something as she hands it to him and tosses him an apple. He nods his head to her, tips his hat, and saunters back out of the inn. You notice a, oh, you hear a little bit of talk around you. Oh, you know, he'll be back later. I can't imagine what story he's got for us tonight. Yes, he's, he must have an amazing story tonight. I have no doubt last night his story was fantastic.
3: Who is that? Oh, hello, friend. Hello, I overheard you. Uh, there was quite a, quite a commotion. Who, who was that man? The name is Radu. Nice to meet you. Oh, my name is Mr. Clayton Azran. Nice to meet you. That was the carnival man, Rictavio.
1: I see. I see. Every night he regales us in town with stories of a far-off land. At this tavern, and Of then, course, he stays here. He should be
5: back in maybe an hour, maybe two. Well, what do you think? Perhaps we then wait. And where see. else
1: would you go, friend? There's no better place to be than the Blue Water Inn. No. And he raises his glass and chugs some wine.
3: Do you happen to know what's up that staircase there?
1: I believe it is the the private guest bedroom that, where Rictavio stays, and I believe it is the, the owners that they sleep up there. It is uh, separate from the guests, but that's just what my observations have told me. I don't spend nearly as much time here as uh, the Wachter brothers, Nikolai and Karl over there. And he points to the two men that you've seen here all day, the drunkards from this morning
3: fuck, <laughs> fuck. And then Clayton says, fuck. <laughs> What's the
1: matter? Oh,
3: oh, over there, them, those two, right there.
1: Yes, they look a little scruffy, but they're both fairly nice. Ah, oh, I see. And how um, old are they, roughly? Um, it's, it's kind of hard to tell, but they're like late 20s, early 30s. Once they get a little drink and then they become a little less fun as they... Drool on themselves and ask for more wine, but if you catch them before the drink is fully set in, they're actually you know, pretty nice.
3: I come. I'll get, come back to the table. I think I need to get out of town for a while. Why don't we go take a look at that vineyard? So
4: uh, sure, uh, if if you want, uh, it is getting dark. We can travel certainly going to be a little more treacherous than if we wait till first thing in the morning.
5: Is everything all right? You seem a bit...
4: You're ah, yeah, you're a little shaken. Huh? The, the two men that have been here all day... Oh, they are Varkas. us, excuse me. Oh, no. You, you mean of the, of the mansion?
3: Yes, they are
4: presumably sons
3: of this wealthy woman, the ally
5: say, they're not exactly
1: what I would have expected. They're not, like, nice. No, they're pretty nice clothes. You actually take a look at them. Their outfits seem to be perfectly tailored, and you just haven't paid much attention to them. Um, I heard drunks, and I just assumed they were, like, lost drunks. (laughs) 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 And they, um, yeah, they they seem to be fairly well-dressed. They're talking to each other. You occasionally see them laugh. One of them slams their hand down the table. They're both, um, they're both fairly tall, broad-shouldered, dark features, mid-length, uh, dark hair. Um, they look very similar to each other. It's hard to tell which one's the elder, which one's the younger.
4: Hmm. If you absolutely have to get out of town tonight, we, we can go. We might be making camp somewhere out in the woods. How about this? Could everyone please join me to the
3: room? Of course. Brief. Yes, of course. We'll be right back
5: waving
1: to?
3: to the just like oh don't clean up we'll we'll, we'll be back oh to to the, no. to um yeah, she
1: she nods and I put a coaster on
3: top of my <laughs> <laughs> um so we get to the room here's the thing I'm convinced this you evening you get to the room yes
1: you walk into the room and you see in the corner of the room a rocking chair that had not been there before oh, okay. and rocking on it. It's this. Oh, no, are you
2: kidding me? Stop! Stop! I hate this Stop game. Me. I hate this. I don't want to play
5: anymore. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Nikki always tries to hand me the spoopy stuff, and you, I don't want to notice anymore. That oh oh
3: shit! I hit yeah. your face.
1: You you notice yeah. that it sits there? Its head is completely turned around the opposite way. Oh, the fucker. as if staring at the chair.
4: So we can't see its face?
1: No. Its head is completely turned around the wrong way. Uh, so you'll notice on that doll the head's
5: on the back. Uh, oh, yeah, look at this little feet. <clears throat> oh.
3: That was not here when we left. magic. No shit, Sarnax! I cast type magic. Okay. What do, I, do I see anything?
1: Yeah, you see transmutation and divination.
4: All right. All right. All right. Now, 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 everybody just, I'm saying this for my own sanity. Everybody just calm down. and i shove it in my case. Just, just, just a tag. Just for a damn it tag. Pull it out. That's the I don't want to touch it. And I take that, I take, I take uh, you one is. of my guns and I like use the barrel, like flip it over and like try to see if I can find a tag. On it's it.
1: easily, you're easily able to find a tag that says, is no fun, is no blinsky.
4: I'll reach down and I'll pick up. Careful, careful. I, I suggest we take, we, because we got two options, because I'm getting real damn tired of this shit. We take the doll back to Blinsky, we ask him who purchased the damn thing, because he seems to know who buys every one of his horrible knickknacks, or we stop fucking around, and we start cracking some skulls to get to the bottom of this shit. I have a plan. What is your plan,
3: Professor? May you please give that to me, and then I will tell you my plan. (sighs) We are coming for you.
1: And as you say that, you begin to hear the creaking as the rocking chair begins to move backwards and forwards, backwards. Is the rocking
3: chair magical? Doesn't look to me. I would like to mage hand and extend the hand through to see if I can feel anything in the rocking chair.
1: You feel around in the rocking chair, and you feel nothing. And as your hand begins to pull away, you hear. <laughs> coming from the cabinet.
3: The cabinet? Mm-hmm. The mage camp flies across the room and, like, f- throws the fucking door open. And I'm pointing my gun
4: at the cabinet.
1: The door swings open. There's nothing in there, except for the noose, empty, that had been hanging around the doll of Morbid Molly's neck.
3: Give me the doll. Sonax. please. One moment. I'm going to squeeze to see if I can feel anything inside. Feels
5: soft. Cranky. I'm
3: going to cut it open.
1: You and cut it open. And as your blade hits fabric, you begin to see worms and bugs <laughs> wiggle and worm and plop out onto the floor. Oh. centipedes and spiders a foul stench begins to to spill out of this of this doll as you hold it in your hand
3: burn it just just just, just burn it sorry take care of it man come on very well and i'm going to ignite it i'll have some flame look out and sacred flame basically okay.
1: You watch as the doll burns in front of you, the sizzling and popping sounds of the bugs as the heat causes them to to burst. And all that remains is a pile of ash
3: where the doll had once been. Do I feel any more magic anywhere in the room? You do not. This place is safe. We're not safe anywhere. I believe... This inn is almost manufactured to keep an eye on us. It. It, it, it is not, it is not right. That doorway, that, that staircase, that second staircase where they live, why would it be separate from the,
4: the, the guest rooms? Look, I'm no innkeep, and I'm I'm tired of trying to come up with rational reasoning for all these hypothetical questions. So
3: here is my suggestion. We need to learn more about what is going on in this
4: inn. Hell, in the meantime, I'll sleep at a goddamn pew. Can we stay at the church? I agree. We, we will not stay here tonight.
3: But perhaps we could learn more before we leave. Get to the bottom of this. How do you suggest we do that, Professor? With ravens watching our every move, with patrons, every inch of those tables and chairs. I could make one of us invisible. Just one? Just one. And I would elect you, Mr. Mr. Morgan. I could make you invisible and you just, as stealthily as you can, perhaps, Sneak up those stairs and see if there's if there are any clues that these the, the the owner and her husband are even real, or maybe are they are, are they in the employ of 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 the countess, or are they
4: are they un dead abominations? I don't know. All right, so let's let's assume for a second that this works and and now now might be an okay time because everybody's down yes. in, in the thing, and if, if I can get up there, I hopefully won't run into trouble. Let's say I do run into trouble. Then what? Y'all gonna burst in and save my ass?
3: Okay. I, we could sit and then continue enjoying our drinks, and you give us a call, a signal, a sign, I mean, the sound of gunfire ought dra- gun. to draw you in. Shoot your gun if you need to. We
4: can get there as quickly as we can. All right. And, and please, I'm pardon the phrase, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh, let's say that, you know, we get into a tussle up there and I got to do what I got to do. What, what if this place is manufactured and we now have to deal with every patron in here? Are we willing to do that? Just burn this whole place to the ground? Because then there's no way we're not drawing the ire of the birdmaster. And again, I'm not ending up in some stocks or being burned alive. God forbid. I don't believe the townsfolk themselves
3: are guilty of anything. Not yet. Then what are you insinuating, Professor? What do you seek to learn? Isn't this powerful vampire hunter allegedly staying up those same stairs? as the owners. That's what I'm wondering. Is he really? Is he truly saying that? And maybe he doesn't know. Or maybe he knows that he's playing dumb. Or maybe the whole vampire hunter thing is just for show. To trick us.
4: Alright. I'm here. eater employed. My number one goal is to get us out of here. If you think that this will answer some questions, I'll do it. But you're gonna have to give me your thieves tools. Do you know how to use them? I'm not necessarily practiced in it, but uh, you know, it won't be the first time I've ever tried to pick a lock. uh, I mean, are you are you okay doing this? Does it sound crazy? Oh, it sounds absolutely insane, but it's nothing worse than we witnessed yesterday.
3: Or earlier today with a saber-tooth tiger.
4: How long do I have once you've, uh, you know, done your thing? Oh, wait, wait, hold on.
3: I may, I may be able to do, I believe I've, I've just remembered something. I could send two. One should not be me. How are you with your divine energy, Sarnax? I'm feeling very equipped. I did not exert as much energy against a beast as you did. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that, Sarnax. Had it not been for my energy, basically would be rampaging around the town right now. Nice. Let's just keep that in mind. We're
4: not judging anybody. All right, let's just
3: focus. I Please. should be able to keep Shepherd alive long enough for the rest of you to join us. That's right. I know this is
4: dangerous. We just need an absolute backup. All everything goes to hell plan. Burn we're it up. down. And and draw the ire of the entire town, city, whatever you want to call this hellhole. Can you send a message at all? Do you have any way to do that?
3: Not today, I don't <laughs> Well, I can send a
5: message. How so? Can they
3: respond? What's the range?
5: 120 feet.
3: Do you need to be able to see them?
5: Uh, I don't think so. Within range. Uh, you can cast it through solid objects if you're familiar with the target. And know it is beyond the barrier. Beautiful. Yeah. Um,
1: one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, thin sheet of life. three feet This of horrible, horrible
4: plan is coming together. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank professor. you, lucky
4: So then, why don't we do this? You get a good vantage point down back where we were at our table. Get closer, a different table if you have to. Yes. Make up a story for while half the party's not there, and uh, Sarnax and I'll take care of the rest.
3: Do it clook my lantern?
4: Yes. Everything you're holding. But
3: if you cast a spell or make any kind of attack, the spell will end. Furtive movements, got it. You should be able to use those tools, though, while
4: invisible, I believe. Yes. All right. If you're ready i i I take off my poncho and like all of my extra shit. I leave my hat. Can you put this in your case? Yes. I don't trust it here in the room. I'll put it like my case.
3: We should bring everything from the room.
4: I mean if there's if there's room in there, I can throw my pack in there and whatnot.
1: You open I just, your I case like, I just, like a backpack. and you see morbid Molly hanging onto the side of your case looking up at you. She looks up to you.
5: Hi.
4: Did anyone else see that? (laughs) I'm, I'm not so sure I want to answer, Professor. Yes, I did. So, so...
3: You hear knocking
1: coming from the inside of your case.
4: So what you're telling me is the dispel Whatever you did to unmagic it just didn't work. It worked for a time. I open it up just a crack. step
5: me. You high.
1: see two red glowing eyes staring out at you. Do you
2: wanna play?
1: I shot it.
5: <laughs>
4: Please go! <laughs> <laughs> so with just my weapons and no extraneous cosplay bullshit on me, <laughs> yeah. I am going slick stealth sleep and I'm sticking with the lizard man. You hear like the jingling uh, of my land. Sarnax! Hey! Listen, we gotta go quiet now, alright? Yes.
1: Roll a, um, a stealth check at advantage, please. Uh,
3: <laughs> Shepard, please do not... Take this the wrong way, but so that we may not lose each other, I suggest we hold on to each other's tails. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry. You're an odd fellow, So I'm gonna let that one slide. You tell no one about this. <laughs> and I just handed my tail.
3: <laughs> there will never be a soul besides you and I that know that this ever
4: happened. Well, and if Fredanya if Fredanya <laughs> has her way, no one will know anyway so it's fine. I'm Let blushing it. a little and covering my mouth with a kerchief. You can only hear it too. You <laughs> can't <laughs> like see no. it. You can't see what's happening.
1: Let us proceed. It's like they don't they don't fully understand how
3: invisibility
4: works so they don't really hear <laughs> From double eights. I got a sixteen. <laughs> twist, it. Oh. twist it. can I? Yes, let's twist it. All right. This is the most critical roll we've had all night. Much better. I got an eighteen plus eight is twenty six. I got a seventeen. Oh. Okay. I keep that as my lucky coin here. Yeah.
5: You <sighs>
1: begin to make your way up the stairs
3: to the great balcony. So just real quick, as so basically, I want we would all walk down together. How much time do we have? An, an
4: hour. hour.
3: right? Oh yeah. thank God. Okay, yeah, it's an hour. Um, and then so just we will get settled and just make sure that our table has a vantage point mm-hmm. of the balcony.
1: Uh, the table you're at before had a vantage point of both of the balconies. Okay.
3: Perfect.
1: Um, so you you make your way down and you can at first still hear their footsteps as they make their way around. But as you join into the fray of the of the tavern area, the sound of drinking, clanking of tankards, the pouring of wine, and the hum of chatter drowns out any noise that they've been making. As you take your seats and sarnax and shepherd, as you make your way up the stairs towards the great balcony. Upon reaching the top, a wooden balcony stretches the full length of the taproom, enclosed by a wooden railing carved with raven motifs. The taproom's many lanterns illuminate the rafters and cast ominous shadows on the peaked ceiling. So you are now along that balcony there.
4: Um, without trying to make too much noise, <sighs> let me get yeah. the I I mean, mean, So we'll, we can get it oh, on the here map. We go. We're gonna get uh, the camera. I mean, in. we should be able to whisper to each other. How close? Well, I guess yeah, all you guys need to fit. <sighs> um. So there's a door right at the top of the steps. How, how, looking down onto the first floor from up here, how um, How many people seem to be paying attention to us? How conspicuous would it be if one of these doors the was door slightly adjusted? The door can adjust? be
1: seen, but not very well. The Just light
4: first one, or-
1: Both of them, if you're looking specifically for them, you can see them, but they're fairly shrouded in shadow. The lantern light seems to be relegated solely to the tap room, to the tavern area, and it's illuminating that area, so it's significantly darker here. If the door itself swung open and just stayed open, it might gain notice, but if it were to just creep open a little bit and then shut, it wouldn't be something you think people would really see.
4: I'm going to whisper to Sarnax and say, uh, all right, I'm going to try these doors one by one. If they're unlocked, we're going to open it up, go in, clo- go in quickly, and close the door behind us. Understood? Understood. Xerix, watch over
3: you. So once I get a sense that they are upstairs, <clears throat> I want to stand up in the tavern and say, I hear the great Rick Tavio is staying in this very inn. Is that true? Yeah! I hear he's a great man of many tales. Is that right? Yeah! Well, I heard he told quite the tale last night. Is that right? Hey, you heard he told the tale last night. We're going to tell
1: And you don't really know what he's, under, what he's saying. This man is... Completely plastered, but the people around seem to understand this person well enough. Everybody cheers loudly. He stumbles over, trips onto your table, a little bit. I'm going to tell a tale.
3: Well, unfortunately, I arrived this morning, but I will give 25 gold pieces to the man who can retell that tale from last night to the best of his ability. Best tale is 25 gold. He's going to tell tale. Who'd like to go first? And I want to try to, like, gather people. You see on, like, as he
1: looks, like, super sad
3: uh, as he looks at you. He's, oh, I'm just going to tell? You. you want to tell him, go on. You get the first crack out of Everyone kind of
1: quiets a little bit, and the man you'd originally talked to is like, he's literally said, like, five times that he's going to tell you the tale from last
2: night.
3: Oh, it's a bit of a hard to understand him. Well, he's a drunkard. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Well, take your time, and, and would everyone else like to come and listen again?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they all swarm. Aside from the two um, Walker brothers, they everyone else seems to um, mill about around your table. The uh, the drunkard himself, um, seeming a little affected by the fact that you were ignoring his outburst to tell you the story, collects himself. Well, I'll talk a little slower then and
3: yeah, tell right.
5: you the story. <laughs>
3: alright well go on and I just sort of as he's telling it he I'm was gonna like He's telling
5: this tale from a far off land
3: his wagon made it to, and so the story
1: continues. and I, like, as it pauses, I want to like
3: very li- you know how like people try to like, match volume level yeah I want to like active listen and be like oh wow like, and that, as that, you do so this everyone every kind of reacts well
1: roll, roll a performance check fuck <laughs> 15,
2: 15. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, you most of these people are fairly tipsy by now, so they're they're loving this. This is probably the best moment that they've had all day. Your enthusiasm is infectious. And um as you lean in, uh, Victoria, you lean in listening, and occasionally you smile um at this gentleman as he as he tells you the story, and people are interjecting. Oh no, no, that's that's not right. He said this happened first. No, he said this happened first, and they it's almost like a communal storytelling right. and you see that the um, you see that the inn <laughs> awesome. keeps are looking and there's a smile on their face they seem to be enjoying the the overall tone and feel of the inn right now um, as they send over a round of free drinks and you know that that is quite a large thing considering the shortage of the wine but they're, they're happy to perpetuate this ongoing joy um and you do that. Clever.
5: We'll you make your way. I try the first door.
1: You try the first door. See the you jiggle the dingles of this first door. Um, you you attempt the you you attempt the handle, and the door appears to be locked.
4: All right, I'm going to try to pick it. Mm.
3: What's
4: your? Natural twenty, <laughs> which is. puts it at. 31. Natural <laughs> fucking way! In Maya's not here. So thank, you, Maya, for thank you, for you the Maya, Thank you, natural time. It's
2: 28,
4: right? Yes. Uh was no Plus, well, with the, the, d- the, d- d- plus the 5 from your decks, right? I've. Oh, sorry, I thought it was a self-check. I apologize. It is plus right. 5, not plus 3, so total still, 28. 28.
1: Well, now it fails.
4: Just making sure oh! you get You really needed a 3 or on yeah. right on the cost. Thank you for correcting me. 28 total
1: you hear a faint click and, and it's hard to hear at first with the noise that's reverberating throughout this cavern, but you're able to tell that you were able to unlock it and you slowly turn the handle and enter in. Still got it. You look around, matching end tables flank a large wood framed bed with a red silk canopy. Across from the bed hangs a tapestry depicting a beautiful mountain valley. The other walls are dominated by a fireplace and a wardrobe.
4: All right, Starnax, I don't. I don't know how this magic works. I close the door behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if using your lantern might might break the uh, effects. I, I don't know. I think it will. we should just take our time. All right, well, Not not too much time, and and just be aware of our surroundings. We gotta move. We got got other rooms yeah, to check it's out. Gonna be very brief. So we're gonna start uh, investigating and, and trying to see if we roll an a
1: investigation check with advantage.
4: Do you want to roll? Uh, uh, my investigation is plus two. Oh, mine's plus four. Okay, Alright, I will help. I still have guidance.
1: Uh, or is it for one could...
3: roll? Well, so I would basically be like, oh, oh. oh,
1: casting spells that includes cantrips drops your invisibility.
4: Guidance was not a thing. I did. I didn't roll guidance. There's you would have no known way. that. I you, yeah, I, but you I would you have known that. He did yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you
1: would have passed that check without the guidance. I so. didn't
4: use the guidance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not items than you. Holy shit! Uh, that'll be a twelve for investigation.
1: <laughs> you look around the room, and it's it's quickly able to tell that this seems to be the bedchamber of Danica and Um Irwin. Yeah, Irwin. 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 Sorry, he's like Steve, that's, Yeah, that's what I immediately thought. I was like, oh, I got the right. uh, Danica and Irwin. As you you notice a small painting of the two of them on the bedside table. Uh, You mill about and there doesn't seem to be much in here. The thing that strikes your attention more than anything is the bed. It's It's finely crafted and the linens and things on it are beautifully made, but there's almost a pristineness to it as if this bed has never been used. I just want to check under the bed. Roll well, another investigation check at advantage, because Sarnich is helping.
5: I don't like that. Uh, 20 total.
1: You check under the bed, and the floor seems to be normal. You look around. Your eyes trail along the four posters of the bed up into the wall and the ceiling. As you notice there is... A almost completely concealed
5: trapdoor in the very ceiling of this room.
3: Sorry, do you see that? Oh God. I look around at your
5: prompting. Yes, I do. You know we've got no choice, right? I know you got.
4: I'm going to I have to climb onto the bed to get to this trapdoor. I'm gonna go for it.
3: Well, it sounds like there is an uproarious laughter and applause downstairs. Perhaps the rest of the others are, are distracted. We may have
4: time. All right. I'm going to climb up to the trap door and just give it a little tug and see if it'll do, move, and move and wedge
5: it, just wedge it.
1: You poke at it with the barrel of one of... with judgment. And it doesn't give way at first, but as... You continue to put force; it pops up a little bit and moves to the side. Some hay and dust begins to trickle down out of it, and it looks like some strange dark attic.
4: I, I think if I, I, think I think if I jump, I can probably get up there, and, and maybe I can pull you up after. What, what do you think? I think that that is slendering. All right, and I, uh, I try to acrobatics. jump up and see if I can and pull I, myself
3: uh, up. Here, uh, use, I'll, I'll boost you with my shoulder. Would <laughs>
4: that be help. advantage if he's helping? Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 for acrobatics.
1: You jump onto the bed. A loud groan uh, fills the room as the wood settles in, not having... Bared weight in quite a while. It sinks beneath you, and you're not able to gain the leverage you need to grasp onto the, onto the edges of the trapdoor. All
4: right, all right. Well, one more try, Sarnas. Get get up one, on, on here. One more, get one on more. The, yeah. Get up on here, and I'll use your, your knee. I'll use your knee as a boost. Okay, three, two, one. Uh, Eighteen.
1: You, Sarnax, this time, you adjust your lantern in a way that you have a little bit more leverage. And as you find yourself on the bed, you bear down. Once again, a loud groan echoes throughout the room as the wood um, sinks beneath your weight. But you are able to time it appropriately as Sarnax helps to boost you upwards. You grab onto the edges of the trapdoor and you pull yourself up with all of your strength. And you're able to pull yourself into an attic. This 10-foot-wide, 30-foot-long attic has a ceiling that slants down toward the west, dropping from a height of 8 feet to a height of 5 feet. Four straw nests cover the floor, and a locked iron strongbox sits against the north wall. A small square opening in the south wall leads outside. Two trapdoors with iron hinges are set into the floor. Uh,
4: I'll, poke, I'll just poke my head back into the bedroom. Starnax, uh, I, I can pull you up if, if you want, but there's just some some straw and and, and it looks like a lockbox i i can try to to, to make it quick I, I will notice though that there, there seems to be a, a, an entrance. we can we can exit so so maybe i should pull you up we can go check out the lockbox and then we can just make an exit to the outside we do not have to go back out the way we came in
3: pull, up, pull me up on my toes no that's going <laughs> to
4: hurt and what i'll do is i'm going to lay i'm going to lay my body down uh so that basically just my head and my arm are reached out the trap door and use the floor of the attic as leverage to try to, like, help pull him up. Okay. So I'm, I'm basically the way you would try to pull somebody out of ice if they've fallen through ice, you know? I'm going to okay. try to pull I would say him up. roll
1: strength to see how uh, no is
4: fucking abysmal.
1: able to pull him up. A 13. Um. Yeah, I would say that's it's fairly easy enough to, to
4: pull him up. Um, so then, once we get him up into the attic, I'll just like kind of point out the things I saw and motion to the lockbox and say, uh, uh, "Look, I you know, we came all this way. That may be what we're looking for." This
3: is probably of great significance for the professor.
4: Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I'm, just, I'm gonna see. I'm assuming it's it's a lockbox. You know, I'll see if I can open it, and I'll I'll just kind of take my you know cautiously approach the lockbox and see if there's a lock on it.
1: You make your way past the four nests <laughs> along nests. the room, along the iron <laughs> nests, and you make your way to the locked iron strongbox.
3: Are birds in the room?
1: they have an ass.
4: <laughs> Not that we have noticed.
1: <laughs> <a bird's> shit. <laughs> you are shit. You are now knelt before the strongbox. You can tell even just at first glance that it is
4: locked. All right, I'm, I'm going to give this a try. Let's see what I can do. Come on, Shepard. Let's see what... what,
3: what what is this trap door leading to? Uh, it,
4: it Maybe outside. I mean- I'm
3: going to put my ear hole down to the trap door to get a to get a sense. Mm-hmm. I love your hole. Uh, rolling any
1: perception check to see what you hear.
3: Perception, you uh, said. I do. That is a twenty-four.
1: You listen and you hear absolutely nothing. It's complete silence. Below the trap door. Sure.
4: So it's not back out, it's not back down, at least into the, 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 the main area of the inn, I, I would assume.
3: I suppose not. I'm going for the, I'm, I'm, let, me, let me work on this lock.
1: 14? You use the tools and you're attempting to, but this is far more difficult than you had expected. And after a bit, you have not been able to unlock it.
3: Perhaps we take it in. Give it to the professor. How big is it?
1: It's pretty big. It would be cumbersome to carry. You wouldn't be able to. You'd have to just drop from the trapdoors. You wouldn't be able
4: to climb
5: while carrying it.
4: Fair enough. Why? Why don't we see where this other trapdoor goes, and maybe there? Maybe we just take the lockbox right outside, and then we can take it back up to our rooms. Granted, if, if the professor's right about all this, they're going to know, and we'll probably be uh, in some deep shit regardless. But I agree. But let's take a look. After you, my friend. I'm going to try to open or pull it.
1: You pull open the trap door as you look down into a large and you look down into a room. A large painted toy box rests between two small cozy beds. Murals of ravens in flight are painted on the walls above the wood panel. It
5: appears to be a child's room.
3: a, A child's room of sorts but I, have you seen any children on not, the premises? Not
4: that I recall, Sarnass. No. Well, we've got two options. We, proceed, we press forward with the lockbox. We've got three options. We press backwards with the lockbox, or we just go back. Give it one more shot, Shepard. Fine. Uh, we got... One more. How much time, roughly, have we spent
1: probably 15 minutes you haven't been gone that long all right
4: we got time I'll, I'll give it another try or two let me just i'm rusty all right i'm rusty no that's a fail 24 on my third attempt just to give you a try you you,
2: f-
1: you fail again and you, you're beginning to get frustrated but you know that you have to give this one more college try one more Miss Talley University try. For the, for the professor. For the professor. As you focus, you move it left and then right, and then just a little further in, and click. Ha! Ha! A lock pops.
4: Shepard? Sorry, sorry. I just... I, I, I. Uh, and then I will...
1: Roll for initiative. Stop. I'm fucking...
3: No! Ah! <laughs> Oh my god! I can't handle this. Stop
2: it!
4: <laughs> I'm
1: like, I just killed two people. i killed them. Well, <laughs> you I You're such a troll. I was like, this whole.
4: Uh, okay, all right. I ease, I ease the locked box uh, lid open.
1: Looking inside, Ugh. you find a small black velvet sack containing 150 electrum pieces. <laughs> Each coin bearing the profiled visage of Shredania. Six pieces of elaborate jewelry worth roughly about two hundred and fifty gold pieces each, and three
5: potions of healing. Well,
4: huh. well that, thats it. I, I mean, I, I mean, this is a lot of value, but there's there's no secrets here. This is just this is just a box of the, the jewels.
3: This is not what the professor was looking for.
4: I I almost feel bad about taking it now, but I mean, we could use the potions. and, And to be fair, we're kind of hard up on cash. What do you think?
3: I do not believe in robbing these people.
4: Well, uh, the potions. So we take the potions. I, I'm, I'm with you. We don't need the money. We don't need the money. We can take the potions. I think that is a fair point. I'll take the potions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have three potions of healing. I give
4: one of them to Sarnax I take the other two. Okay. You have two
1: potions of healing and you have one potion of healing. Now, now, if the say It's right, been about 30 minutes. Uh, I'm going to
4: close the lockbox and relock it. Perfect. I'll say you're easily able to do that. And now there only one question really remains, Starface. How curious are you where this other uh, trap door goes?
3: Well, we are already invisible.
2: <laughs> Say no more, fam, after you.
1: <laughs> you both lower yourselves into the room. The ceiling seems to be a little bit lower here, and you're easily able to move the trap door back in place. And I'll say that you were smart enough to close the other one before you did all of this. Thank
4: you. We definitely were. Yeah, of course. Um, Shouldn't, but that's
1: funny. Um, As you find yourself in this, you find yourself in this room, the first thing you notice as well is the beds as well, the dressing uh, is beautiful and it's childlike, but staring at it, it looks almost as if it's never been used.
4: Right, be careful what we touch. But let's just give it a quick once-over. Is there a door in this room? Well, we've only one way in, one no. way out. So let's just give it a quick once-over and get the hell out of here. This is all very strange. Briefly untouched. I believe the professor's... You can ins- hear
3: dogs barking from outside. The professor's yes. insane ramblings may actually be correct.
4: <laughs> Uh, look, I didn't, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it either. Your right? words, not mine, but to be fair, we've seen some pretty insane things He's, in the last few days. I was worried he was not well. Uh, he might not be. We all might not well be well, I suppose. Anyway, let's just take a look. We'll give it a once in a oh, An investigation oh, check. Oh, uh, jeez. Ah! Uh, an 11.
1: Your attention is drawn. To the toy box on the side
5: of the room.
4: Oh, the DM's done. Yeah. Uh <laughs> okay. It. well. That's all you find of interest. Unfortunately for us, Sarnax, my uh, my role is drawing our attention to this uh
3: I am going to step very closely and look at
4: this toy box as carefully as I can. Alright, okay. and start if there's anything immediately visible without even thinking about it as if it's second nature, my hand—my right hand is drifted to my holster.
2: Okay.
3: I'm going to try to perceive if there's anything amiss about
4: it.
1: Uh, roll perception check.
4: Natural 20. Oh, gotta uh, give it up. Natural
1: fucking 20. <laughs> gotta give
4: it up for my lizard boy here. Perception, it'll be a 28. A golf clap for natural 20. Yeah. Gotta give it up. Gotta give it up. 28.
1: Okay. Uh, nothing seems to be amiss. Uh, Outside of everything else, this is the only part of the room that really looks used.
3: Well, Shepard, let us go over the possibilities. I believe there is a near certainty that if we open this, there will be a doll that's probably moving, and will see us, and whoever is behind the scrying magic of said doll will be seeing us as well. Even if we're like this? Fair point. We must see the lead open,
4: I suppose. Not that I'm provoking you into opening up a uh, you know, toy box for cattle. Uh But I'm just, you know, again, playing the advocate.
3: Well, if there was anyone to play a devil's advocate, Shepard, I'm glad it had to be you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You open it? <laughs> there wasn't a go-ahead!
5: <laughs> <laughs> and then there were two. This is the three <laughs> Stooges of Baroque. <laughs> and two, stooges,
4: two Stooges of Baroque. We need Kana <laughs> here. And the music yeah. changed. Uh,
1: you open the toy box to find a miniature puppet theater with appropriately sized marionettes of a king, a queen, a prince... A princess, an executioner, a tax collector, a dunce, a vampire, and a vampire hunter. A garish toy Vistani wagon hitched to a wooden horse and filled with tiny wooden Vistani figurines. A pair of painted wooden clown masks, one displaying a mean scowl and the other a frightened expression. A wooden top painted with images of scarecrows chasing children through the forest. A stuffed real, That, on puppet
3: strings. What what is it? These seem to bear the hallmark of Glinski's style.
4: So, a completely unused room. One kind of used toy chest and some weird uh, Blinsky toys inside.
3: Yes, that seems to be the situation.
4: Do we need to take this with us back to the professor? Can we just leave this be? We can leave this be. Just make a note of what is inside. I uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I try to commit them to memory. Do, I'll do it I'll say
1: it's pretty easy. There's not that much in there.
4: Out the door, I guess. I suppose that's all there is to it. Let's see where where, where this spits us out. I guess, and we'll uh, head to the room. The the, the door of the uh, room.
1: You open the door and slip out and you find yourself back along the grand balcony. You realize you were one door over from the do- from the room you'd entered. Oh,
3: well, uh, how much time do you think we got left? I believe there's enough time to investigate the far door. It is what the professor would want. One last door. It sounds like he's doing well
4: down there. All right, good luck. Huh? Colin and Victoria and the professor keep him busy. And I'm gonna try this last door with the handle.
5: You...
1: Attempt to open it and it jingles. Don't Jiggles. but it does not move. It does appear to be locked. I don't know what's up with me and jingles and jingles. One more time. I love it.
4: See <laughs> if I get this open, I think we got enough time.
1: I don't know. How 23. Yawing. You hear a click as the door itself pops open. You know,
4: I don't know why I ever gave this up. <laughs> Regardless, let's go. And I, I, I slip in and hopefully close the door
1: behind. Sorry. This small guest room contains a bed heaped with wolf furs, a footlocker, a tall wardrobe, and a writing desk with matching chair. An oil lamp rests atop the, de- the desk near a journal bound in red leather. In a red leather jacket, looking around this room, you see things of color. Not much, but. You could easily ascertain that this is probably the guest room of one Riktokyo.
4: Uh, Sarnax, if you don't mind, not that I'm telling you what to do, but, uh, maybe go through the man's pockets and I'll check out the footlocker.
3: Excellent idea.
4: Alright, go up. (laughs) luck. So what are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the foot locker and then I, I you know, he, you mentioned the journal in his oh, coat pocket. The foot
1: locker is not locked. As you open it up, it contains nothing but common clothes and travel wear. Uh, as for everything else, please roll an investigation check. Either That's at advantage, thing. yeah, or separately if you
4: would uh. Uh, Do you wanna roll separately so, since yeah, you're probably. looking at his coat
3: and all for the journal, yeah. Ooh, baby, man, this dice. I'm sorry, I ever doubted you cracking
4: dice. I'm on fire right now. Uh, 21. I got, a, I got
1: a 22. Okay. You look through the room. Um, you're easily able to spot the journal. It seems to be the only thing of importance in this entire room. You pick it up, and you begin to look through it. It's The writing makes frequent mentions of conversations with someone named Drusilla and recounts many long and tedious journeys by wagon. There are also notes about... Various oddities uh, that Rictavio seen in his travels, including a werehair child, a boy who transforms into a rabbit on nights of the full moon. A half-orc woman named Gorabacha who could chew through iron chains. A giant man-eating plant that had the most remarkable singing voice. Mm. A pair of conjoined goblins. A small man with no legs named Fillmore Stunk who could drink whole casts of wine without getting drunk.
4: Uh, well, I, I I haven't found anything. There's nothing in the footlocker. Is there anything of note in the journal?
3: Seems to be strange,
4: fantastical travels. No. Nothing more.
3: Can you, can
4: you commit most of it at least to memory, or is this something we got to bring back to the professor?
3: I believe when we bring it to the professor, Octavio will know that we've taken it.
4: Man, he'll know someone took it. That's point. Wait, we, we my point is. No, no, Sarnax, I'm just saying, do you need to. Can can you, 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 see, you see the, the, the journal floating And it disappears. <laughs> I don't think we need to take it if you know, if you can tell the professor everything that's in there. I just don't know if there might be something he might find that that, that is, you know. Shepherd. Beyond us. May I tell you what I want? Please. I want to see you. Then take the damn journal, Sarnax. It's fine. He's not going to know. I,
3: I do not believe it wise. I'm second fault.
4: Then, then put it back. Just remember what was inside and we'll report it back to the, the, the professor. I'll try to put it back as as I left it.
1: All right. Uh, roll a sleight of hand. Actually, both of you roll a sleight of hand to
4: oh, see how well you Jesus. do putting it back. Oh, Two. Okay, My sleight of hand is a. I think it's. Uh, oh yeah, plus five to so seven. Seven total.
3: Okay.
4: Well, that's it. We might as well get out of here before we run out of time. What do you think?
3: I just had an idea. All right. What if the journal has secret magical ink where there's notes in the margins?
4: Okay, I didn't mean exactly that, but that's what I'm talking about. What if the professor saw something that we didn't? You're right, we should steal it. Just take it. What what's a journal? What's the worst that can happen? My first inclination was correct. Look, I'm not a I'm not <laughs> I'm not advocate. We left the money. We're not here for wealth. We're here for survival. We need all the information we can get. And if this guy is not what he seems, and he's not gonna give us what we need, then we'll take it. He doesn't need to know we took it, even if we meet the damn guy. Perhaps he will think that the innkeeper stole it from him. Yeah, they look like Well, shit, we gotta get back. Is there a way that we could frame. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry.
3: Is there a way that we could frame the
4: incubators? I I mean, I. Well, if their door's still open, I guess we could take something from the room and put it in here, but. I I mean, but you saw the room, it doesn't even look like we live in there. That is true. What, we we can't just. We can't put a picture of them in here, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) That would be too
2: obvious. (laughs) Do
4: Do I recall anything from their bedroom? Do I recall anything from their bedroom that, I mean, you said it was like pristine, right? So it's like, there wasn't like clothing or like Hair. Right. There, was, there were like
1: pieces of clothing and things like that, but it doesn't look like that's where they're where they sleep.
4: Sarnax, I don't, I don't know. This isn't right. Even if that is their bedroom and it's just fake, they doesn't look like they're staying there. I don't, I don't think like there's just, anything we have to plan.
3: Well, then I believe that we should bring this journal back to the professor. What he would want most,
4: and we gotta figure out where they're actually staying because something's not right about this. A, a children's room. A, 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 something's no. not right.
3: There must be some secret compartment that we missed.
4: I'm pretty confident. At least everything where we were, everything we saw. Uh, we, I mean, we did a, a pretty... Th- you might be right. Let's, let's just get back. We're, we're pressing our alarm.
3: I just had an idea, Shepard. Hit me. We need to go back into the child's room. Why? We did not move the toy chest. We didn't move it? We did not move it. It looked like it had been used. This is a house of trap doors. Would it not be logical Shit. to find a trap door beneath a toy
4: chest? All right, all right, all right. Let's get in the room, because if this wears off, at least we won't be visible inside the room, all right? Yes. We'll slip into the... You uh, have, like,
1: ten minutes left.
4: We'll slip into the children's room here, mm-hmm. and shut the door behind us. Can you do that? And, uh... Move aside. On, on, the, on, the, count, on the count of three. One... Two, three. Take- oh, I hold the fuck out with my, uh, <laughs> with my, uh, zero plus zero in strength. I got a 17. I got a nine. You, <laughs> That's still a lot.
1: You both grab onto the toy chest. You look at each other and you slowly count down to one oh, as no. you wrench the-, the toy chest forward. It's not attached to the ground, it's just a toy chest. Your strength overwhelms you as you fling it backwards and smack it against the wall. There's nothing beneath it but floor. Oh, do I hear this? Damn it, we're downstairs making a ruckus. It's too loud downstairs. Okay.
4: Quick, quick, now, uh, just let's get it upright and fix it and put everything back the way it was.
1: Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> what dumb and dumber. <laughs> It's you just like I wasn't gonna make you do that until you were like until you were like we both grab it. I'm like okay, well if they both grab it and try to and move the oh fucking God. toy chest. They're going to be like they're gonna try and move it thinking there's something there and they're gonna throw it.
4: So did. <laughs> we'll we'll try to pick everything up and put it back in the toy <laughs> chest and set it back where it was. Did you check the tap the so great. What tapestry? In the other room. No, I, I, I went up into the, 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 the no. Point <laughs> into the other room. He <laughs> <laughs> closed the doors. We, we are now in. You have to understand that they may see us coming. We are out of time. <laughs> let's, let's quickly check the tapestry. All right, we look under the tapestry. Uh,
1: roll an investigation chair, a perception check.
4: Uh, Twenty-two. I'm rolling pretty hot fire right now. Perception. Let me check. Sorry, I'm flipping back and forth here. Uh, Twenty total.
1: <laughs> you slowly move your hands along the tapestry depicting the a beautiful mountain valley, and at first you don't notice anything at all. As your fingers slip behind the tapestry, and where you expected your fingers to make their way all the way down, you hit a couple of bolts because it's mounted to the wall, and there's nothing yeah. here to tap straight.
4: They hear the words.
1: I love how
2: it does.
4: Let's that get back to our room. Alright, yes, yes. Right, come on. And then we are going to basically book it. Close the door behind us and stealthily make it down the steps and try to like, out the front door.
1: I will say, you you make it out the front door, and the moment you... The moment you take your your feet to <laughs> the earth down the stairs, both of you um, become corporeal again. The invisibility. I'm gonna I'm
4: gonna like basically like drop on the ground, and, like slump up against the in building, and be like, "Oh, Jesus! Why do I feel like that was all for nothing?" <sighs> well, we learned that the
3: professor is probably right. Something's up. Something is indeed up. We should get the professor this journal. Maybe he can discern something that we cannot.
4: All right, keep it hidden for now. Let's get it to the professor and let's just,
3: uh,
4: uh, relax. Would you like a hand to stand up? Yes.
1: You both feel a hand on either one of your shoulders. And you immediately hear. Well. Hello to the both of you. uh, Are you on your way into the inn? Y- yes, uh, yes, sir. Well, the first drink's on me, and hopefully we'll have a round of stories. Right, chaps? And they, he smacks you on the back.
4: Ricavio, uh, great to meet you uh, both. Oh, uh, uh Shepherd, it's a pleasure.
1: He shakes her, he grabs it. There's a strong grip as he shakes it. There's a light in his eyes, a happiness. And you, friend? Sarnax of the Eaglewood. I've seen men
3: like you before. Stricker, yes? So have I, yes. You are also... Not from here. No, not at all. Uh, we what? have a friend that would very much like to meet you.
1: Oh, that is great. When can? When will
3: I have the pleasure? He's inside, 20 well, seconds from now. Then
1: it looks like we both have a um, a place to be and a time to be there. Follow me, chaps. And he walks in ahead of you as he swings open the door. Um, I
4: just look at like. I was, re- no. <laughs>
3: No, what are you waiting for? Huh? We probably shouldn't have stolen his jersey. <laughs> And we, we we follow him.
4: <laughs> Who doesn't notice you say that? No, I don't. Oh god. Okay.
3: okay. Yeah. So we follow. We follow him
1: in. All right. So you're you're able. You follow in as Rotavio makes his way into the into the tavern space. Uh, everybody roars in tears as they usher him over. He finds a seat he's actually fairly close to the two of you as he kicks his boots up onto the table and leans back to listen to the story as you're told the tale of a of a unicorn that brought candy uh to a town full of people who just really wanted candy
4: cool Who's telling the story the the drunk
1: you can tell that it's not at all the story that was being
2: told in okay, his, you, you you've,
1: you've listened it's divulged from something that was significantly more sinister and interesting and then he someone had mentioned a unicorn and now all of a sudden he's just on a tangent about a unicorn so he's making it up as he goes well, but Rattavio seems to be interested and find it quite
3: funny. So I do I see them? That so they're now not in this place? I guess I so the they're they're antenna, walking
1: right? in afterwards. You oh, see no. Rattavio as he sits down and they're walking I'm in. I'm just gonna
3: give the professor kind of Well, thank you, my man, for that lovely story. You yeah, and
1: so then, um, and then what happened is the entire town had a big cough. And uh, thank you, thank you.
2: Yeah. Yes, and
1: then you. a doctor came in and gave thank them all lollipops. Thanks. Five gold. Of lollipops from the belly of this unicorn and then they thank didn't you. have Goodbye. that thank cough you. anymore. Yes. Yeah. And then what happened was I just
2: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you see as the group kind of splits a bit as Um, A few of them turn towards Octavio to see if he's going to begin telling a tale. And some of the more drunk patrons uh, continue to uh, clamor around uh, the storytelling man and listen to the tale that he's weaving um, with all of its uh, broken, or
4: all its bottles. I'm, I'm sorry to... Uh, I, I know you just got settled, but this is the man we were talking about. This is... Uh, uh, we call him the professor. His name is Professor Clayton, and, and he's very interested in meeting you. I see. Uh, we, we made friends yes. with this gentleman well, outside the professor inn. Professor
3: Clayton Asram. Fratavio, lovely to meet you. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you.
4: Yes.
1: Uh, a man with culture, I can tell.
3: Yes, as it seems are you. Where are you from, Fred? Uh, I'm from... uh Presumably uh, far from uh, here. Bogus. Yeah. Yes. Do you know Bogus? I've been. Have you? So, so you're you're really you. re- you're really not born here. No. Where I'm are you not from? from here. Where are you from, friend? Ah, uh,
1: secrets. For now.
4: But then... Are you stuck here? can you leave? Can you? Not that if, we know. If I could, I wouldn't be asking.
1: <laughs> and if I could, I wouldn't be there.
4: David! Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm a little on edge. Well, um, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, it's your plan
3: to perhaps go home at some point?
1: My plan is eventually to go home. But when? Well, who knows when. Until then... Make the best of a bad situation, I say.
3: Yes. How long have you been here? Oh.
1: You don't speak much. Well, I've just uh, heard quite a tale about you. You don't see see half elves here often.
5: Yes, I suppose not. No. I'll fix my hair hair. (laughs) as (laughs) ear I
1: can't hide much from a man like me. I, I hope that. I'm not being too presumptuous.
5: Not at all, sir. So. I'm Victoria so Isis. Lovely to meet
1: you. What brings a pretty lady like you
5: to a dark and dreary place like this? Well, I'm assisting the professor here on his voyage. It's I see. It's That's thus far. Well...
1: A round of drinks,
3: then. Yes, yes, please, absolutely.
1: I, I normally I'm... spend the yeah. evening regaling the patrons with tales, but I think tonight is a night that you should spend regaling me with yours.
4: I think I'm about ready for one of those drinks.
1: Um, Rick Cavio calls over to Danica yes. and and Erwin. Both of them seem to be really receptive, and he pays for a round of drinks. That's very kind.
3: Thank you.
4: Hey, very generous to you, sir. Thank you.
3: Well, uh, how... I'd love to hear... more about you. You seem... very well liked amongst the people.
5: Yes, I've... I really haven't seen
3: so much joy since we've been here.
5: Certainly right in spirits. Well,
1: I do, Tygaea. But tonight is not about me. Tonight is
3: about you. Regale me. What brings you to Barovia? How have you found yourself here? Well, this is part of an expedition for Miss Hallery University. Have you heard of it? I've not. It is a uh, university in the city of Brigg in Vargas, ah. like you... I've right not Newcastle? been to Brigg. It's quite a great city. Uh, I do miss it. Um, and yes, so uh, my life's research has been about Barovia and... and uh, and what a
1: strange place to dedicate your life's work to. What? Then you show up here and find that life is not so heavy here. Well, Lacking is the one thing life is the one thing this place is lacking.
3: That's right. That is right. It's, uh, I must say, after spending my life searching it, I knew that it would seem dark or dangerous if I ever found it, but... It's far darker and more dangerous than I ever thought possible.
1: Well, as you know, most places have their fair share of danger. But yes, I would say I've encountered more danger here than other
3: places. Are well, you a well-traveled man? I guess around. Well, anyway, this, uh, so, uh, as I'm sure you were aware... Uh, when you arrive here, perhaps, that's most thought that Gorovi not exist. And this is, I, I want to be talking, like, low yeah. enough where people aren't just, can't these easily.
1: Yeah, you, we're, you're basically off towards the side now, um, uh, moved over, you now have your glasses of wine. Everyone else is really engaging in the stories with the, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the strange drunk oh, boy, his Unicorn Tales. <laughs>
3: Um, So I I believe... So most didn't believe it existed. And just based on the tales that I've heard and and evidence that I found in my previous digs that I I was convinced that it existed. And I wanted to prove that. And prove it I did, I just didn't realize that it was a place from which we could not escape. Uh, At least without the permission of... Countess, Surdanya.
1: Well, that seems to be a lot of people's folly. But, as I've said, you do what you can
5: with a dreary situation.
1: Yes. And the Vlocki, the the Vistani, apologies. They Mm -hmm. seem to be able to travel in and out as they choose.
4: They mention that to us.
3: So... It seems like there are ways in and out. If you were trying to go home, as are we, perhaps we could help each other.
1: I have a bit of work left to do. Stories to compile. Uh, when I head home, I want to be able to tell all that I know, the tales of what I've encountered
5: here.
4: I've a all spirit. Yes. It's a lot like what the professor's trying to do, at least in some regard. Well, uh, yes, of course. Uh, So I think
3: uh, I, too, am trying to learn what I can. We're just in a predicament where, if I can learn everything that I possibly can about this place, there's no clear way to get home. What are you doing while you're in town? How are you keeping yourself busy?
5: Telling stories. Learning from the locals. Going on three months. My goodness, in this town. In
1: this and the other towns.
3: How did you come to find yourself here? The same way you did, friend.
1: Along a lonely road shrouded in mist.
3: Was it a chapel in erios ah,
1: No, but I believe I've heard the tale of the one you're thinking of.
4: I I don't want to be presumptuous because (laughs) a gentleman such as yourself seems to know a lot about what's going on around here. But the Vasani told us that the only one who really can let people go, or I guess even come in, is the Countess herself. Do plan on meeting with her? You do? And And
1: how do you plan on accomplishing something like this?
4: uh, She gave us an invitation for dinner, and we're Hoping to seek her audience and uh, go from there.
1: You have um, an invitation to the castle? Uh,
4: Yeah, something
3: like that. And you plan on going? Well, do you advise against it?
1: I do not deem myself worthy of advising you anything. You do what you'd like to do, but I, should you go, I would like to hear all about it.
3: We can arrange that.
1: Have you been to the No, I must not be worthy of the Countess's eye.
3: Cavio, do you know of a young woman suffering the bites of strange mosquitoes? You mm. hit a nerve. That's what you did, Sarnix.
1: Roll a perception check. roll an insight check.
3: Not good. Oh no. Thirteen actually. Oh, okay.
1: His face doesn't crack as he looks towards you. That just depends, friend. What type of mosquitoes? And where in Avantris Of such have you heard of such an affliction? I myself dabble a bit in medicine.
3: She was not in Ventris. she was in Beruvia. She allegedly met with you not too long ago. When When? she was experiencing her strange bites, and allegedly you said it was nothing more than a giant insect, when we all know that not to be the case.
1: Well, it has been a lovely evening.
5: I find that it is time for me to retire. Oh, please, don't don't go on his account. He's a little antisocial, but... Um, what he means to say, really, is that we we had just heard of you and we were curious on your take. We've come into contact with the young girl, and um, she mentioned you. Well, we'll have a persuasion check. Okay. Ooh, Ooh that, you. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's good. That's good. That's. Good. that's is a 24.
1: Dennyham. All right. He looks looks at you for a second. He seems like his feathers are a little bit ruffled as, uh, well, if the half-ofees it. I shall say, as you know, personally, that some women can get a little flustered when they fear. She was of a high-born disposition. I did not find
5: that Frightening the young girl was going to cause healing. Elves, as I'm sure you have looked at them and
1: seen, the wounds themselves are not causing any adverse reaction. She's not changing.
3: You confirm that, yes.
1: So, I chose not to frighten her, for fear she might attempt to run away and find herself in even more perilous danger. Wait, is there... Is there any chance that she might change? Not at the present time that I left her. Uh, uh, uh,
4: How sure are you? We left her
1: with the kids. I'm positive that unless she's come into contact with large mosquitoes of the same variety and incurred more wounds and in a different way than the first, that she is in no danger of changing.
3: Yeah, Shepherd. we ex- right. examined her thoroughly. I believe what he is saying is still true. All right.
5: Might I ask, how did you come to examine her in the first place?
0: I was traveling
1: through Barovia, and I heard that she was, the entire family, for that matter, were being shot yes. by the locals. She had come down with some illness. Her father begged me to come and see her word had gotten out that not only do I tell the best stories, but I'm a bit of a medicine man myself. So, as I have not feared of illnesses of any kind, I visited the, man- the mansion, and
5: I took a look. Have you encountered anything like this in the rest of your travels here? This is a strange place. You will encounter many things you wouldn't imagine, to Don't get us started. Yes, we an interesting few days. But Irina's case was the first of its kind that I've seen so far.
3: What significance to the mosquitoes do you assume this girl to have?
1: Well, that all depends. There must be something about her that's causing an attraction. But I wouldn't begin
5: to understand the inner workings of a mind like that.
3: Well, I think she's safe for now. We've made sure of that. And now, our goal is to begin to figure out our way out. And so, I believe, do you plan on staying here?
5: Yes, I will be here at least for the next few nights. Unless something leads me in a different direction.
3: They call you the Carnival Man. Do you
5: truly yes. have a carnival? Rictavio's Carnival. It, you had a monkey. I did, yes. Ed, he was not Pigolo. He was not
1: welcome here at the inn, so I traded him to that strange Blinsky man
5: in exchange for his wares. If you haven't been there, you should.
4: No, but we've already it's been. It's quite an say, oh, no, interesting I,
1: place. Give me ideas for the carnival once I return to a And
4: you didn't get anything unusual from your shop, or nothing's been out of the ordinary?
1: Everything in a shop is out of the ordinary. Touche. And I picked up a few things, but nothing to
4: note. I don't mean to pry. I apologize.
1: Don't you all mean to pry? Since I've met you, it's all you've done.
4: Well, to be fair, it seems like we've got a lot in common, and it seems like you might have some of the same goals we have, and, and that's why we are so quick to cling to th- something that we can kind of understand. It's
1: very possible that may be true. But, up until this evening, I've never heard of any of you. So unless you have a reason for being here to see me, I can't imagine that we know enough about each other to make a decision like
4: that. I I, I agree. I'm just simply saying we'd not like to go home someday.
3: Someday, yes. Well... It was a pleasure to meet you, and if you need any help or any assistance from five very capable individuals, we would be happy to help them way we can. Duly noted, friend.
1: And I will be here telling stories should you enjoy a nice break from the dreariness of the land round. Of course. 59.
3: Do you believe in fate?
1: Do you see his interest piqued for a moment. I do
5: believe there is an element of fate to the world around us, yes.
3: Do you have you are you familiar with Madame Eva? Miss Darnie?
1: For the first time you see his face crack for a moment. I believe that it is time that I turn in for the evening. Would you like to have a nightcap with me in my room?
5: Yes, sure. I would say- we would,
1: yes. Well, let us make our way upstairs, then. Uh,
4: please lead the way. He
1: stands up. He waves to everyone. I'm heading in for the night. Please, do not let the merriment cease. Continue. Drinks on me. And he winks at Danica. As she once again starts to pour more wine, you can see that the stream of wine from the barrel-marked Red Mash number 3 uh, seems to be slowing down, or Great Mash number 3, as it begins to slow down. But she fills the tankards and begins to pass them out as he leads you towards the stairwell, up the stairs and around the corner, and through... Uh, or to the door that the two of you are familiar with as he takes a key out of his pocket, unlocks the door, opens it, and waves for you to come in. There's not much proceeding space, but...
4: That's, that's fine. We, we appreciate
1: the invitation. As you all file in, he makes his way to the desk and quickly sits down behind it as he props his feet back up on, on the edge of it, one boot over the other. You were speaking about fate, friend.
4: Now, before, Sarnes, I, I don't mean to cut you off, and, and please, I, I don't mean to be presumptuous, uh, sir, but I just want to let you know that we are skeptic that the things said in this establishment are not necessarily secret or private.
1: Depends on where you speak them. But if you're worried about the Countess, this inn is not watched by her, though it's watched by someone.
4: Interesting. Uh, Sarnet. Sorry. continue.
3: Whom is it being watched by, if not the Countess?
5: What is this fate in Madame Eva you speak of?
3: Have you received your from her?
1: I have. Is
5: that what brings you to the Blue Water Inn?
3: Yes. Go on. It is also what brings us to you. Go on. I imagine, perhaps, that in your readings, you were told tale of the five of us, and in a similar fashion, our reading mentioned you, the entertaining man with the monkey, that you would be a great ally in defeating the countess. It seems as if our fates are intertwined, unless I am mistaken about your reading. We're being awful forward because, quite frankly, we're tired of mincing our words and getting jerked
5: around. More options. What exactly did this reading say, if you believe it's in regards to me?
3: It believes that there is someone who is not as he seems. That he is a powerful ally. That he has a monkey. You
1: say you are being frank because you don't want to mince words, but to ask you a question, and you talk in
5: riddles. Either tell me what the reading said, or the conversation can end here. Victoria? Just that card. Just that one. Hmm? Uh, this card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. Look for an entertaining man with a monkey. This man is more than he seems. Oh, well, Madame
1: Ava is quite a character. Rudolf Van Richten at your service, friends, and he reaches out your hand to shake. Vampire hunter extraordinaire, and you see magic around him shimmers as he drops disguise self. The man he oh, had been before, no longer <laughs> the man who sits in front of you. This man is significantly older, but there's a coy smile to his face, happy wrinkles around his eyes, and you see his heavy leathers. He has stakes and holy water and all manner of things strapped about him that you had not been able to see beforehand. The colors of the carnival no longer present. Well, that was quite the joy, don't you think? Oh. I enjoyed every bit of that. That was the most fun that I've had since I've stepped foot in Barovia.
5: I'm astounded. Rudolph,
1: Mr... Rudolph Van Richten to you, sir. Van Richten. Oh. Now, your name. Clayton,
5: you yes. said. Yes,
1: yes. Last name. Tell it to me now. Azran. Love it. Miss Toleroy University. Yes. Been yes. that, done that. You have. <laughs> oh, yes. You've I've there. written many a book there. I'm a famous vampire hunter, friend. You haven't heard of me. Have you? You've f- studied Barovia, friend, and you haven't heard about Have me. Have I heard of him? You see as he snaps his fingers, and you feel a shimmer around the room. Don't worry, it's a silent spell. They won't hear a damn thing we say in here. Whiskey, He brought some, and he pulls out his black <laughs> and, just, and he throws just it at you.
4: Sarnax like
1: So, you fools, you're the one that took my book, yes? Give it back.
4: <laughs> yeah, we were just about to complain yes. about the. You know what? We, we thought you would want to see his journal. In it our is defense, it was the professor's idea.
1: Uh, no, no, I have no doubt that it was. This is a thought. Do you think I'd leave anything important in my room? Not a chance. <sighs>
4: you stole his journal. We you thought should... there might be valuable information in it. To be fair, look, we found a lot more than just that book. What else and did you steal? We did. We didn't take Nothing anything else. else. That's exactly anything it. Else. We found a chest full of jewels and money, and we left it where it was. We're not interested in stealing. No, professor. we did steal three health potions. But that's <laughs> to save us and our hides because we're not getting well, any goddamn help around wait, you here. You
3: got all of those things. And the one thing you stole was this
4: match gem. Well, and the health potions. And but again, the health potions. There were four things. So three we three figured, people figured people the information was actually of so value so instead of, of 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 actual valuables. We're not interested. We're not common thieves. I am so. Sorry. For
1: Don't the apologize. Man. This is uh, quite the entertaining event. You took my journal.
4: You- we, we thought there might be some information about Barovia in it. Or maybe the professor might be well, able to read it in a way that we couldn't. You would have been wrong. Well, better safe than sorry, right? Fair enough. Can I insight check this guy? <laughs>
2: yes, you can. <laughs>
4: uh, I think I'm revision in that, so... Let me just check. Professor, can I get my hat back? You didn't, oh, put it in, right. you didn't put it in your damn case, did you? Uh, no, 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 I believe, uh, when I went to put it in my case, I saw I, a little No, it's right here. Thank you. As all your bags. Here you go. Uh, uh, again, sir, I, I can't stress enough how sorry we are. You must understand that we're all just a little on edge. Insights 15.
3: He seems to be completely honest with you. Oh, have I heard of him?
5: Roll an intelligence check. History, maybe? Yeah, history, thank you, sorry.
3: Uh, so that's a little better. Uh, plus eight is, uh, twenty.
1: Yeah. You've heard tales of a vampire hunter named Van Richten. Rudolph Van Richten.
3: Wait. Wait, Van Richten? Yes, uh, yes. yes. I've heard of you. Of course you have. You've. You've. You're quite an acclaimed vampire hunter.
1: And. Actual service. And he bows before he flourishes his arm, and he bows down.
3: Yes, you've, you've traveled across Striga and, and elsewhere, slaying countless untold fiends. I've, I've heard of your exploits. How did you, did you intend to, to, to come to Barovia? Um,
4: uh, professor, uh, before we go any further, yes. just in the full uh, honesty and disclosure, um, the thing in your case... Oh. That is
1: one of the dirtiest things you've said all night. <laughs>
4: yeah. Hold on to that thought, if you will.
1: I
3: wish that wasn't you. Please memory. don't brandish the thing in your case. I assure you, it's not what you think. Uh, we I just want to make sure you, know,
4: you understand what's going on, and if this actually is a, a sanctum of sorts. The case is going to float up and spin
3: around. Ah, and. Open. I
1: love this. Quite, a, quite an interesting trick. How does it work?
3: It is an old family heirloom Passed down uh, oh, I'll you show you, you later uh, Would you please take a look inside? He looks down the the face And what am I looking at? Is this some, hor- some horrific devil doll With red glowing eyes inside? None that I see Is there a doll at all? Not that I can see uh, oh. that's, that's
4: not good uh, there, there was this, this uh, you creature
1: You mean that doll on your back? Uh, and as you all turn and look, you see as Morbid Mary is slumped over your back.
2: Oh, dear God! <laughs> <laughs> I
4: drop to the floor and, like, roll and, like, try to get it off me.
1: That is quite the uh, reaction to a doll.
4: And I'm, like, reaching for my weapon and, like, scrambling up against What it, is
3: the floor. that? <gasps> How? What? <gasps> that. The, 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 I the is thing is the bottom, and I want to mage hand and, like, grab it around the neck. It looks like a blinksky toy.
4: But it, it moves, and it's, 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 and it it's speaks. a sentient of some sort. Oh, I
1: don't believe it's sentient, but yes,
4: it looks like a blinksky toy. Wait, it just, it just does this?
3: Uh, probably. Let me see. I move the mage hand over.
1: Do you want to be my friend? Let's be friends. Would you like to go murder someone? Let's go murder. It's just a toy.
4: I grab with the mage hand. You're, you're, you're kidding me.
5: We know those
1: dolls are horrific, and they multiply. Uh,
4: It 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 hung itself in in our room. Oh
1: yes, I'm sure it'll do other strange things. Wait, it's it It, has it vomited on you yet?
5: No. No. Oh,
1: its head spins. It'll vomit soon.
5: So this it's a a fucking toy. Yes.
3: What are the strange children that live in this land? The ones that are not being used for ritual sacrifice. Oh, well, this got dark very fast. This land is dark. Yes, but I haven't had
1: enough scotch to delve into that bit of trouble.
3: Perhaps you should pour yourself more. We have much to discuss about that. We're all just moving on.
1: Looks to be so. is your friend, not mine. Let me take my jacket I off. Smoke he takes off. his he takes his jacket off and uh, gets himself a little more comfortable. So he kicks off his boots. There's a hole in one of his socks. Is a big toe sticking
3: out of one of them. There is a child's room beside us. I'm sure you
4: know that. Oh, seen. yes. Yes. It's, uh... And yet we've seen no children. And, and, Professor, from what we found, nobody's living in any of these rooms.
1: Oh, well nobody's living in them yet that's true
4: uh, But wait the innkeeper uh, not, not, not in their room if they're living here it's, it's not in those rooms
1: oh no they live here just not in those rooms what does that mean do wait, they do- they well they're were ravens they I'm Sorry. yes they're were ravens there's a thing well they're, they're people that turn into ravens yes but they have managed to be able to control it. They can turn whenever they like. They sleep in the attic. There are a few nests up there for two for the two for the parents and two for the adults, or two for the parents and two for the kids. Uh, yes. Oh. They're kind folk. Um, some order, I believe. I'm. I've been doing a bit of research on them. Um, I don't quite have enough information yet to make a valid judgment. But those that run the inn are very kind, and the ravens, on occasion, have. Warned me away. There's that ho- horrific Hag Windmill up the way, and they they frequent it, uh, warning people not going. Not ahead. anymore.
4: Um, not anymore. I just want to go on the record and saying that this this day, this day in the history of days that I've existed, that I've known you, have been a series of horrible, horrible misjudgments. Oh and yes. Miscults.
1: I would. I would say that is going to continue to happen. Yes, yes. I'm not blaming
4: anybody, Professor, but I am. Ah, ah just the Keepers a little... of
3: the Feather. They're called the Keepers of the Feather. Keepers of the Feather. Yes, and so far my experiences with them have been quite good. Wait, so you're saying they send ravens? No, they
1: become ravens. Uh, there's more of them than just the Marchkov family. Uh, um, they. Um, uh, uh, and I've seen them in a few places, the, but I know they frequent the. The, one, the
4: raven that, that was watching the windmill, was that a person?
1: Oh, yes, the ravens that watch the windmill. They they watch the windmill itself, and they watch the circle of stones. They warn people from approaching, especially uh, travelers who are new to the area, for fear that they might succumb to their doom at the hands of those horrific hags. Order of the what? Uh, they're the Keeper of the Feathers. Oh, Keeper we, of the Feathers. We just yes. we can't win. We just can't, we can't win. No, we can't
4: catch a break. I suppose
5: they watch the church as
1: well. You know... I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm, the church is hallowed ground. I don't know if they spend much time there, to be honest.
3: Would they not be able to fly above hallowed ground?
1: Oh, no, of course they can, but what's the point of keeping an eye on hallowed ground when it's already safe?
3: One smashed itself against the window, killing it instantly. Oh, no, that can't, be a, that can't be a keeper of a feather. That must have been just stupid old raven. Does this make sense that a keeper of you know a feather. You know that not all ravens in Barovia are keepers. Well, do well now, I suppose. Would, it, would, it, would a keeper of a feather, just theoretically, uh, fall prey to a sleep spell, fall a simple ten feet and die? Does that sound well, right? That depends on the age of the, the human that was guarding, or that was
0: transformed. You, some of them are uh, capable of transforming at the age of four. The younger they are, the more likely they are to to succumb to harm in Ravenfall. I'm
3: sure it (laughs) was just a Raven, Professor.
1: And rightfully so, so, the older they are as well, the more fragile their bones.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh... Yes. Um, that is, is certainly... So keep of the feather, you say. But, you know,
1: if you're a magical folk, like I imagine you are, just like I am, friend, then uh, you can just simply detect for magic on them. And if they seem to glow with that
4: glow, then you know that they're a were-raven and not an ordinary raven. Yes, yes, then... Uh, I mean, that makes perfect sense now. Yes. Now. Well,
3: um... Nothing can be done. Nothing can be done. Uh, uh What is the goal of the of these keepers of the feather?
1: You know, as I've said, I haven't very well delved into it too far, friend. But I've been keeping my eyes on the Vistani
5: camp outside of town. Yes. Vistani. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's? What were you saying?
3: Oh, uh, you've been keeping an eye out on oh, yes. the Vistani camp. Yes. yes i not sure about them. You don't trust
1: them? I trust about half of them. And Sounds even different. the ones I
5: trust, I don't trust.
3: What are you concerned with?
5: Not all the Vistani are, what they
3: seem. Are there any in particular we should keep an eye out for?
1: More so the ones outside of town have caught my eye traveling to and from Lady Walker's house. And I'm assuming you've discerned so far that she is an ally of the Devil strong. Uh,
4: yes. Speaking of dinner invites, she gave us one as well. Yes. Yes. Someone. She had you
1: trailed, didn't she? She did. Oh, I yeah. knew it. Uh, uh, Sarnax is
4: the one who spotted him.
1: Yes, she had me trailed as well when she realized she couldn't get anything out of me. She rescinded the
3: invitation. Does she mean his farm?
1: Well, that depends. Do you mean her... Do you mean Stradonia harm? She's a staunch ally
4: of the Lady Stradonia. To, to be honest with you, I, I had hoped that once we had achieved some sort of uh, time with the Countess, we could talk to her and reason with her and she'd let us go, but that doesn't seem to be the... It uh, doesn't seem to be an option, and, and if we believe anything about fate in these Soroka cards, then... Uh, harm is is the only way this is going to come to a head. So you intend to fight the Lady Woktar? Uh, well, we were going to see what happens if we set foot in there, fully prepared to do what we needed to do to to to, to leave safely and in one piece. The cards spoke of a powerful
3: artifact, a relic that she keeps buried with the bones of an ancient enemy.
1: You don't say.
3: Does that sounds familiar.
1: What's the reading say?
4: Verbatim, friend. Do, we, do we just want to tell him the whole thing? So he has all the info, or... Do you just want to
3: tell him what Do point? you mind, friend? Could you submit to a zone of truth?
1: I would submit to it, but I can't guarantee that I won't pass
3: the save. You will attempt to pass, or you can choose to
1: fail, Oh, no. I, I reserve my right to lie to you at face-to-face. Well? We've just met. I am extending a bit of trust, but I'm not I'm not stupid enough to trust explicitly. Complicitly.
5: Whatever that word explicitly. is. Explicitly. Yes. Uh, I mean, I've we, had we, a bit of, of
1: bourbon. We could all
4: stay in the zone Scotch, <laughs> and you'd be able to ask us the huge, same things. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we could all be in the zone. We'd be willing to offer up information as well.
1: Yes. Well, then I reserve the right to say nothing at all if I'm not ready to answer the
4: question. It's up to you, Professor. It's not necessary.
3: It's not necessary. I just thought maybe we could prove each other's honesty. Uh, But I think... forthcoming, Professor. There is no reason to bring spells into it. Just a show of good faith that I assume you can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I figured we would all be subject to it. But if you are against that, I I certainly won't insist. Um, But I feel comfortable uh, sharing given that I've heard of you and you seem like and all of the evidence points to you are, who you say you are. Well,
1: ask away and I'll tell you what I can.
3: Well, let us go through the readings and we will just confirm to you, or perhaps it will, it will, it will, perhaps you have some kind of information. Well, by all means,
5: read away, Victoria. Uh, the Nine of Glyphs, the traitor card, this card tells of history, knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. Look for a wealthy woman, a staunch ally of the devil. She keeps the treasure under lock and key. Ah! With the bones of an ancient enemy.
1: I should have known. Lady Wakta, what a minx hiding the journal of Stradonia von Zorovich right under my nose. A journal? Uh, a journal. Oh, yes. An ancient tomb. Stradonia would want that with someone she trusts. Or locked away in Castle Ravenloft. I've been trying to get my hands on it since the day I arrived. So, what is it?
4: Why not keep it in the castle like you initially said?
1: It must have walked away from her somehow. And she either doesn't know where it resides, which is my thought, which makes Lady Walker quite the tricksy woman. Or she's not worried about it being with Lady Wachter. Which, on its own, makes it even more
5: of a formidable foe. Fair enough. So, there's a journal,
3: and it's yes. her journal. Shadonnet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So and that means that she's perhaps duplicitous. She's fooling the Countess, you mean? Yes. Lady Walkshorn,
5: yes. It is a traitor card. Quite right.
3: Quite right, indeed.
5: Perhaps we can threaten her
3: and no blood need be shed.
4: Well... well she has the same goals as we. I, 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 I suppose either of those things could be correct, but we take this gentleman's uh, noting that that this
5: woman may be very powerful. That's right.
4: That's... We proceed with caution. This would be my only uh, thought. So the Countess does not watch over this inn here?
2: No.
1: She doesn't keep much for eyes in the city of Vallaki. She has on occasion traveled in, but with the hallowed ground, the barricades around the town being what they are, it's not as easy for her to manipulate here as it is
3: in Barovia. What do you know about this baron? What do you want to know about this baron? Why, why, what is it with children in these festivals? Why are children required? Why is attendance required? Both children and adults are required.
1: Both, neither one is discriminated against. The flyers explicitly
3: required children are required. The
1: baron hates the Lady Stradonia. His family is from a long line of people. Original founders of this land before... Stradonia came in with her armies and conquered it far before her turning, as it were. And the Baron believes that his family is the rightful lord and master of the land of Barovia. He has a seething hatred for the Countess, but along with that, a seething fear. He can't seem to overcome his fear of the Countess, and he believes that while he is the burgomaster, as long as he keeps the people happy, that it will keep the lady away. I don't know how true that is. Actually, I'm lying. I do know how true that is. It's not true at all. But he's ignorant and he thinks that it works. So he puts on these stupid festivals. He requires the people are there. But he fears that should the town fall into the same sadness and self-deprivation as the village of Barovia that Shudonia will soon lord over this town as well.
3: When a soul comes and succumbs to despair, it is far easier to be harvested. This is true. Well... For the Countess, it's
1: neither here nor there whether the person is wallowing in sorrow or not. As long as it's sold that Barovian has, then Stradonia's interest
4: will be piqued. So if what all you're saying is, is accurate, then why doesn't Stradonia just absolutely crush everybody beneath her? Sounds like she could. Of course she could, but why would she? I don't know, somebody like this this burgomaster could be removed no problem. Especially if he opposes her openly.
1: Yes, he does. But isn't that half the fun? Doesn't the cat like the toy with the mouse before it pounces?
3: And why would she want to rule over an empire of ash? It's better to have
5: a land of people to rule than... No people at all. It's much
1: more fun to watch the mouse run than to watch it cower in fear.
3: Speaking of souls, what is the nature of the soul in Barovia?
1: Well, I'm glad that you asked. It took me at least a month or so to figure it out. As you meet Barovians, I'd watch them closely. Some of them do not function like normal people. They're incapable of the normal range of human emotions. Those... Barovians have no soul. What's happened to their souls? They were never born with souls. Only about one-tenth of all Barovians are born with souls. Well... I
5: don't understand.
1: How's that even possible? Well, and I don't know this for sure. The journal, Stradonia, would actually give me the information I need. I do believe on this, but whatever, whatever magic that Stradonia
5: used to make herself what she is. This undead abomination gave her additional powers. She bolstered the people of Barovia, creating from nothing empty vessels to give the area the appearance of a bustling valley of people. But those that were trapped here on that day
1: long past those are the only souls that remain. And the adventurers that she tempts in from the material prime of Avantris, material plane of Avantris. Wait. Additional souls she can add to her roster. What do you mean the material plane versus... Well, as it were, she can only gain nourishment from a Brovian that has a soul. So, if she is feeding upon all of this Barovians were souls and there are none left to feed upon as sometimes it can take a century before a baby is born containing the soul of a past a long dead Barovian so she uses the Vistani to lure and lead adventurous travelers like into the land of Barovia
3: to feed on them so wait are you saying that we are not an adventurous currently oh no friend at all I mean, where where are we then? You're in Barovia, friend. Yes, but I presume that Barovia was just some some magical part of a Vantress, maybe in Shrigar or somewhere else. I've not fully discerned its exact location, but I have a few
5: guesses. Do you mind sharing well, what you've learned? Have you heard of the Shadowfell, friend? Of course. Well, I think... There's any plane of existence. I think that might be the one we're in. So we're not even in the Vantras at all. You were in Verovia, And that's all I feel comfortable enough to say. Oh, it makes so much sense. I can't believe
3: I didn't see it earlier. Thanks. We did cross over from trigger, Professor. Yes, yes, of course. I should have known it was some kind of crossing. Everything I've read with the Vastani, it just seemed like it was a place you could get to. And therefore, Irina must have a soul. Yes. Oh, she does.
1: Oh, that little, little minx. She she contains, I'm, I'm assuming you've put it together already, Professor, as smart as you are, the reincarnated soul of the lost love of Shadonia. Tatiana. What? That poor girl was birthed with the soul, the reincarnated soul of Stradania's lost love. Such a shame.
5: Poor, poor,
1: poor thing. But you don't, you, nothing that we can do about it now, that's for sure. Is she doomed? Well, as doomed as one can be, housing the soul of the one woman that caused all of this uh, to begin in the first place.
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, but if we if we prevent her from being killed or fed upon, at the very least she'll oh, be she safe. Oh, she will be killed.
5: No, I'm
1: sure that Stradonia has other plans. What, what, what would she possibly want with her? Well, many things, I'm sure, but... Her fate will take her to the castle someday. I have no doubt of that, but... Until then, the best we can do is keep her protected, and
3: I left her brother with many things to keep her safe. Well, he wasn't very effective. He tasked us with bringing her here. You brought her to Volaki? Yes, she's currently at the church. Oh, well, in that case... She's upon hollow ground. couldn't be more safe. Good. You had me worried for a moment. It feels... I feel confident that you've confirmed
5: our belief. Yes.
3: you have a lot to unpack here. Oh, yes. Well, and I'm exhausted. I have to have a saber-toothed cat. Do you? And he is quite... Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. well, that sounds very wonderful. Is it from Avantress the cat? Oh, yes, of course. You brought a saber-toothed cat all the way from oh, Avantress here. yes.
1: When you put on a facade like I do, you have to buy yourself a saber-toothed cat and bring him with you. I'm... I don't trust the Vistoni. There's a scent to the evil ones, the ones who are in league with Shrod. I uh, purchased a toy from Blinsky and I've been training, I've been training uh, Chad. It's my saber-toothed cat.
5: I've
1: been training Chad to sniff out these evil Vastani. He's harmless to anyone else, but he has the scent of them. He'll find them. He'll hunt them out wherever they are and he will rip their throats from them. But it is quite a task to train him and to feed him. And uh, he was quite the... Uh, he was in quite the mood when I brought him his steak tonight. Um, and uh, Drusilla, my lovely horse, uh, Apple. Oh, Drusilla. Yes. Your horse. Yes, you stole my journal. You've read all about her. Though I was clever. I made it seem like a friend, a traveller I'd travelled with. But no. That's is
3: what... A- I had assumed yes, yes. incorrect Sweet darling, so a traveller indeed. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs>
3: When you put on a
1: disguise like I do, you have to make sure that everything is pitch perfect. Quite right. You leave no stone unturned. That's right. You steal no journal off the desk of a man, and do yes. not replace it with another. It looks exactly the same. With the same. Rookie artist. mistake. Yes.
3: Yes. Well, we are is all- not generally thieving, so it was a... That does
1: not sound that way to me.
4: Three health potions. These has been dire times.
1: At least you didn't take their jewelry or their electrum.
4: To be fair, do, do do we consider these... Do you consider these people an ally?
1: Haven't decided yet, but as of right now, they're not my radar on my radar as an enemy. They have
5: been rather
4: kind to us. I was thinking maybe we should just come forward and apologize. We should return the health potions immediately.
3: This is just, this world is harsh and dangerous. And we took they, an won't that they won't
5: notice them, Owen. They won't. No. So we should use them. Might
4: as well. You we stole them. And we didn't take their valuables. We only took what we needed necessary for survival. Well, it depends on what you consider valuable. Well, obviously Me I
1: consider my health to be valuable. But... Worry not, I don't think
3: they'll notice. All right, if you say so. Perhaps we can make it up to them by securing some wine.
5: That's a wonderful idea, Mr. Sellers.
4: Yeah, you wouldn't happen to have any idea of heard about this uh, wine shortage. I had
1: you. begun to look into it myself. I've heard a bit about the tale. The, um. Did Owen put you up to it?
3: We had just heard a tale from both. His father's
1: the lord of the winery, but he wouldn't tell you as such. They got into a spat a few years back, and they're not on speaking terms, so I imagine he's sending that way not only to look what's going on with the wine, but check on his father as well. You see, the land here is not fertile, and... Yes. For wine to grow as it does is magical means, so I've done a little bit of digging. (laughs) Sudden joke once I finish the story. There are three gems, or were, that were planted in the ground, creating fertile land for grapes. You'll notice there are three different ki- types of wine here: R- red grape mash, number three. Um, let me actually let me look through my notes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Huh, let's see, red grape mash number three. Yes, red grape mash number three. I see. I'm, I'm taking detailed notes. Yes, I would hope so. I
2: would be. I'm not heavy heavy
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> My quill uh, it's dry. <laughs> yes. Well, here's a quill. <laughs> oh, this is the wrong place. I need to be looking over here. Great mash Um, that one is the one that's most common. It is the least of all of them. Is the least valuable of all of them. One that's most easily able to come by. And then, uh,
5: let's
1: see, wine storage, yes. And the, no, I apologize, it's purple grape mash, number three. I always think red, because wine is red. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, Uh, there's also one called Red Dragon Crush, which is uh, the second tier on the list. They're completely out of it here. And the other one is a champagne of some kind. Oh, Mm. Awesome. name name escapes me. That one hasn't been seen for maybe a year. That, the champagne, is the one that caused the rift between father and son. You see, without these gems, the ground is no longer fertile. And about a year or so ago, the gem for the champagne was mysteriously taken. The grapes were no longer able to grow, and stock dried up. I believe there's only one vat of it left, and it's at the winery for very special occasions. Now, the other two, they were in plentiful supply, until recently, and I heard whisper that at least one, if not both, of the other gems have gone missing. So
3: all three gems are now missing?
1: I cannot, I can neither confirm nor deny, but... A nose nose, and I've been sniffing out the wine, as it were. Well.
3: Do you know where these gems may have been brought to?
1: Well, I haven't made it out of the winery myself, so I couldn't tell you, but I do know the entire area is infested with blights. Needle blights, twig blights, like strange druids of the forest. It's a dark place there. How the inn was able, how the winery was able to stay so well guarded and undisturbed by the
0: horrors
3: of the forest for so long, I couldn't tell you. I must admit, I am particularly interested in these gems that affect the soil composition
2: and
3: the cultivation of plants in this land. I find the soil to be quite amenable for my, uh, my purposes. But my crop is very unique.
1: Well, I can't speak to all that. I have not much of a, much of a green thumb.
5: But uh, it's definitely worth checking out.
3: Perhaps tomorrow morning we will set out.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, that was our plan, at least for tomorrow, to maybe see if we can figure out what's was going on with the winery.
3: Well,
1: definitely wouldn't recommend going in the evening.
4: Agreed.
3: Highland. Not Highland. The druids. All manner of things. Well, it seems like this inn is safe to stay in. Oh yes, it I sleep better. Yes,
5: having met you, I feel oh. much safer. To be Lock
3: your door, though. Why was there a magical rocking chair? and evil doll's. I believe I have already, I, I had already spoken on this. The dolls multiply, and the mad that they create rocking chairs.
1: Well, where the wa- rocking chair, and my assumption is they probably walked down to one of the other rooms and dragged it in. Oh. And,
4: and and just just to be certain, I mean we found fingers in the one doll. Yes.
1: Well, that is strange. I have known on occasion the dolls to do some pretty unusual things. Ah. Uh, collecting fingers does not surprise me. Does it look like the dog cut the fingers off themselves? No. And you notice blood on the outside uh, of the door? Not that no, we no. notice. Not Have that you no. been near a cemetery any time recently?
5: No. Yes.
1: Well, oftentimes they'll dig through the graves and take back trinkets. It's what possible months? that someone was recently interred.
4: It was a graveyard. Can, yes. can we just burn it? And, and <laughs> anyone... <laughs> what is
1: that? He said no. Uh, you said yes. And then he goes under his breath.
4: Yes, it was a graveyard. <laughs> it was a cemetery. <laughs> <graveyard>. yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, so we can God. just burn them all. Anytime we find one, we can just burn it and Has hope it that we stop them from multiplying.
0: You can at least attempt to.
5: I've never seen it work, but it seems are terrible. Oh, what?
4: Why? Why would someone create something like this?
1: Lenski's a strange man, but... Can we kill him? Well, (laughs) no. You you could. I can't imagine that he would fight well for a man of his weight. But i uh, he's harmless, aside from his strange sense of
4: humor. Well, and, you know, the room full of Irina dolls. Yes.
1: I haven't had the heart to tell him that they're modeled after an actual actual person. I think that's one of the few things that would actually repulse him. What would the Baron need with those dolls? Oh, it's not the Baron that uses those dolls. It's his
5: strange henchman Izek. Do you know what he uses them for? Well, he sleeps next to them. For what purpose?
1: He finds Ivrina to be quite attractive. I've
4: had enough. And and, and he needs, what, one a month?
5: Well, it takes about a month for him to ruin the one that he has on him.
3: Oh, dear God. Absolute heresy.
4: I don't even know what to say. Are you thinking
1: sexual things? I'm not insinuating anything sexual at all.
4: I I don't know what you're insinuating, but the bottom line is it can't be good.
1: Well, have you met him? No. No. Oh, well. Well, then it goes to show you wouldn't know much of anything. Yes, um, no, he's, um, he's a bit of a monstrous creature, Isaac. Eh, um, he has a fiendish deformity, a monstrous tiny arm, that casts fire from it. The townsfolk are quite repulsed by him, and, uh, the the hand seems to move about on its own and do things on its own, and it oftentimes lights the doors on fire.
5: Well... Is I that's less sinister,
3: but is still a henchman. It's not the mind of a child. Is well, him- that depends.
5: He doesn't have much of a mind at all.
1: His intelligence is honestly, I think, Chad is
3: smarter than he is. Why does the Baron? Chad's a cat. Why does the Baron keep this man around?
1: Well, you haven't seen
3: him, of course. He's quite huge,
1: and um, he's horrifying. I see. Gets a lot of things done. Now, people in town, they heavily dislike the Baron, but there is fear, and fear gets a lot of things done.
3: And why would the people of this town that fear the Baron, or hate the Baron... Why would they put children into socks?
1: Well, if they fought against it, then Ezek would take them and lock them away in the Baron's house, and God knows what happens to the ones that go there. I sure don't.
3: So there's part of the culture here where they punish children for being sad. But not just children, anyone. Or or adults otherwise. well.
1: It is what it is, friend. If I were you, I wouldn't go poking my nose into other people's business. There's a lot to be done here. There are evils
4: that need to be
0: addressed.
4: And yes. We're just trying to make sense of things. And try to get okay. somewhere that doesn't lead to another question.
0: Oh, well,
1: you're barking up the wrong tree. There are nothing but questions here. Many things will go unanswered for
3: you. We've learned that in our time here. We'll let you get some sleep. We need some sleep as well. It's getting late.
5: a uh, lot of information. We're so pleased to have met you. It was lovely to have met you too, half elf.
1: You, you know, now that I think of there are some shadow elves. An encampment of them. You don't say. Yes, I'm not sure exactly of their location. They move about, but if anyone would know. The were ravens, they see all. So if you're looking for someone who could tell you a bit about your heritage, that shadowy I don't tinge you to you. Oh yes you do. Oh yes you do. oh yes you do. What's he talking about? Drop it. Talking.
5: Thank you. If you're interested in that I would keep your ear about the, the ravens. No, thank you. Yes. Put your hair down. You're trying to hide it. Though I do like a top like
1: that. Framed your face nicely. Well, Burning. I'm off to bed. I'm going to get up in
4: the
5: room.
4: <laughs> Burning secrets. <Good night>, <laughs> Sorry, Max, don't look at me, buddy.
1: Well, as for the rest of you, it was great to finally meet some friends in Barovia. And I will keep my ear out for more information about Lady Wachter. And uh, eventually we'll get together again and we'll have a conversation about the rest of these cards, and we'll see what I can tell you about them. But in the meantime, unless you know if I hear anything amiss about town.
5: Yes.
1: And you do the same.
5: Of course. Yes.
1: And uh, if you're in my room again, you're not going to find anything here. Next time you rummage through my cart, at least take something. (laughs) Make it worth your while.
4: I hope at the very least you understand that we aren't thieves.
1: No, you're definitely not thieves. Thieves would cover the track of the way they dragged my Chad through the dirt.
4: Well, it was more like he dra- never mind. It doesn't matter. Yes, we appreciate your hospitality, and we look forward to meeting you well, again great. in the morning.
1: Yes, if you'd like to spend time with Chad, let me know. He's much more calm around me.
4: Great.
3: Thank you for the drink, and um, uh, your cat is quite strong. Oh yes, I know. I've trained him well.
4: Have a lovely evening. <laughs> Good night. Good, evening. Good night. Good evening. I'm gonna I'll head back to the room with the uh, yeah, with the men, and I assume Connor went with was with you. And we're headed to. She probably room. would have
1: followed you guys. Victoria left by herself. Okay. Uh,
4: well, uh, with that, I'm gonna go uh, sit, think about trying to sleep. Fucking toys. Well, what the. F- They're not malevolent So we just have to understand this is how they are And we'll deal with it If they don't mean us harm I suppose it's not the end of the world But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little vexed. And that's fine But I'm just saying, make sure you get some
3: sleep Don't stay up all night again We need you in top form tomorrow Fine Can we go in? Yes I still do think that the one from Mad Mary was malevolent and bewitched. It is interesting
4: that it was able to, uh, oh, well, maybe it wasn't the original one. God, how many damn things are probably in your case? I open the case. God, it, it, it's, it's, they're probably like cockroaches. <laughs> you see one, there's, that means there's hundreds. Are there dolls in it? You
1: don't see a single doll in your case.
3: Well, it's gotten off somewhere. I'm going to bed.
1: As he says this, you see as his hat begins to move up as two red eyes stare out from underneath it. But what you notice is that they're upside down and there's nothing on his head. (laughs) And it slowly lowers. Did I feel that? I would say you felt your hat lift, but you feel nothing on your head
4: don't uh, I mean, I hate these. <laughs> please don't panic uh like like i did uh, in, admittedly in the heat of the moment i panicked let's all try to remain calm and we'll just deal with them as we see them
3: i agree the magic is gone at least the malevolent the magic i believe is gone
1: so you can tell that at least the um the new one that you found with the head backwards does have the transmutation and the uh divination magic. But the Mad Mary or the um uh the morbid Molly doesn't seem to have any magic affecting it that you can tell. It just seems to somehow be able to animate.
3: So the new one is f-
1: the one that you found on the, the pile of the yeah, ashes on the, the
3: one that we burnt. The, the, the one that you burnt,
1: that one did have stuff. Okay, but it. it's burnt. But you burn it, yeah. Okay. Wait, what did it have on it? It had theme. divination.
3: Right, right? Oh, oh, man, uh, transmutation. It. So it we'll probably have a scry spell. And well,
4: good night. We'll reconvene in the morning. All right. Uh, sorry, do you, do you want a minute before you go to bed? I do for you, Shepard. I uh, I had a dream last night. Uh, it, it was uh, not unpleasant. A dream? Yeah, I, I was I was flying over well over Barovia, I, I guess, and and I thought I was like riding something, but I was I was actually a, a giant silver dragon, and silver I grid. laid waste to all of Barovia. And I, and I gotta be honest with you, it felt pretty good. It was just everything was burning, and and, and the destruction and everything, all of this evil was. was gone and, and i just didn't know what else to really make of it and and i figured maybe you'd, you'd want to know and you were this dragon well i mean it was just a dream but but presumably yeah I, I guess i was the dragon in this dream i mean it was just a dream but i was kind of kind of been expecting to to have horrible nightmares after all the things we heard uh before we fought those goddamn damn uh but i don't i don't know
3: there is great power in dreams, especially when the gods are involved. I've experienced many similar dreams in the garden.
4: But you said silver of scale. I mean, from what I could tell, it was it's hard to remember, you know? Like, once you wake up, you don't always remember everything. You don't always get all the details.
3: And you bathed Barovia in fire.
4: Something like that. I mean, absolutely. Just laid waste all of it. Does that sound off to me? A silver dragon breathing fire? Yes,
3: that
1: sounds
5: very off to you. You know the silver dragons don't breathe fire. There is something
3: there, Shepard. Pay attention to your dreams. Color is important
5: in the dragon world. Garyx is not just of one color, but he's of red
3: and of gold. Both dragons with the power of fire, both utilize the power of destruction, one good and one evil, to show the duality of fire that our very own Thomas is learning. But the silver, that is a dragon of ice and frost. <clears throat> Pay attention to your further dreams. Perhaps Garrett has approved of what you've done to the wind.
4: Well, I, well I, you know, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, they're just dreams. It doesn't mean I'll even have any more. But sure, I'll, uh, I'll try to make note.
3: Nothing is coincidence, Shepard.
4: I think you might be right, based on just the things we've experienced in the last, like, 72 hours.
3: I look forward to hearing more. Please be forthcoming.
4: Sure. Uh, I'll do what I can. You want the bed tonight?
3: No, thank you. Sleep well. Perhaps if you sleep better,
5: you will dream better. Maybe. Good night, Sarans. Good night, Chip. Did you want to do anything before you go to bed? Either one of do- you? I just went straight to bed while they were having that discussion. I was kind
4: of trying to fall asleep. Um, I'm okay. Are you You sure? You all
1: okay? You all find yourself drifting off to sleep, Victoria. Your dreams. You are awoken once again in dreams. You are attached to the bed like you had been the night before, but. Looking down, you there is no hole in your abdomen directly to your spine, as blood spills out around you. Instead, you find yourself writhing in pleasure. Whoa. And as you look, you see as your belly gets larger and larger, fruitful with life, until the pleasure turns to pain as lash marks begin to appear on the flesh of your exposed impregnable abdomen. You look down in horror as you see your belly stretch and move until bursting from it, pale as anything you've ever seen, blood red eyes, wrinkly skin, an infant vampire begins to claw its way out of your stomach and make its way towards you, its mouth dripping with the blood that is drained from your body. And as it gets to you, to your face... It looks down into your eyes, blood dripping onto your neck from its exposed fangs.
5: Mama.
1: As you wake up.
2: Mm. Shepherd,
4: I used to wake up, Dr. <laughs> I choose to die. Is there a rule for that?
1: You wake up, you open your eyes to the sun, oh. barely shining in from the window. The and immediately fuck. in your face, nestled next to you, is Molly, holding a knife, dripping with a strange, bloody substance. As she looks up at you, she pulls one of her fingers to her mouth. And that is our web session tonight.
2: What? Oh my god! What?
0: Well, well, well. Rudolf van Richten, we may meet at last. Will this fated ally be the one to tilt the scales in the favor of the Azran expedition? All signs point to unlikely. Especially with how difficult it was for them to wrangle a simple cat. And especially now that they've robbed the poor Martikovs and have become petty thieves. There doesn't seem to be much real heroism in store for them. Where will Van Richten guide the expedition? Find out in Chapter 5 of Curse of Stradania, Widow's Watch. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventrus tell similar stories of Dungeons and Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family.